Now experiencing technical di- difficulties, hello and welcome to the Nencho Podcast. I am your host, Craftsworth. This is my co-host, Mathwiz. Say hello, Mathwiz. If anything, it's more like the opposite. What's the opposite of technology? Physical difficulties. <laughs> In before Craft Store replaces MathWiz with a new host because oh, no. MathWiz can't get the, the readings and everything done on time. <laughs> it is funny how consistently you're, you're, you're like, uh, just give me a little bit more time. And I'm like, okay, it's fine. It's fine. Um, I'm just a fast reader, I guess. No, it's, um, If the audio sounds weird, um, I guess we both have our circumstances. So just uh, forewarning. Um, Hopefully we'll get it worked out within a few sessions um, for reasons we'll talk about. Um, so, before we get on to comments, I want to talk about the Patreon. Uh, we have gotten about four suggestions now, and if you have not sent us a message on Patreon with your suggestion... Um, so, oh, but yeah, this episode was delayed because holidays, sorry, it happens. Um, but um, So, next time... Like with the with the next episode that goes up, the first one of Chimera Antark, we will be starting the poll with uh, the the picks for the um the the what the series we're reading after Hunter Hunter. So if you're not a patron, you should be patroning if you want to give us a suggestion and vote. Um, then a week after, so this is between the two episodes. Um, I will look at the results of the poll and dis- and you know use that to judge which series we're viewing. If there's a tie, we'll pro- me and Mathwiz will probably find some way to do a tiebreaker. Um, and yeah, then we're go- then on the second episode of the Chimera Antarch, we will have decided what series we're going to be reading after Hunter Hunter. And then a month after that, we will be starting that new series. So if uh, we need an arc rank our arc listing, I'll be asking in the comments. So that we can have a, if it's one that we I haven't read, so we can, know, or that isn't documented. Because the picks are fairly interesting. Like, I was expecting, like, five people suggesting My Hero Academia. And we haven't gotten that yet. We've gotten z- zero per- people suggesting My Hero Academia. Like, um, I don't know. I don't, um, I'm not sure if I want to say which series um, have been suggested yet. But, like, one of them is, like, one that I knew of and knew as, like, a popular thing. And even then, it's not, like recent so it's kind of i don't know i I was i've been kind of surprised with uh what's been suggested so far so i have no idea how the poll is going to go out because i can't wait to do our eden zero podcast (laughs) (laughs) uh you're you're in luck math was it's not over 10 volumes yet but it will be (laughs) yet we're just delaying the 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 inevitable Oh God! Or it's maybe not, we can it's get like... one of those like combo packs where it's like Eden Zero, Fairy Tale, Hundred Year Quest, <laughs> and also whatever the crossover heroes. Thing. Yeah, we'll just lump it all together. It's a bargain bin. Uh... Holiday sale. <laughs> Help me! Damn, throwing shade. Um, no, it's fine. All right. Anyway, let's get to uh, comments. Do you have any comments from both episodes? Because um, I've got mm. a couple from each. Um, I'm, I'm gonna let you go first. Did Discord not pick that up? I didn't hear you. Oh, I said I'm gonna let you go first. Oh, okay. Um, see, okay, dang, it's been a while since I read the York New questions, so I have, like, notes here, and I kind of forgot, um, what the comment was. Uh, but I wouldn't have one by Furfy, uh, FR, FFY Furfy, um, on the... I guess they had a more write-up on the Detour Climax, anti-climax thing, which I do think is, you know, neat. Um, and 
I don't remember what I had to say about it. I'm sorry, but I'll highlight the comment and maybe <laughs> suggest people go read it because uh, I thought it was interesting. Like three you weeks ago, knew that this is one. Of the, yeah, this was on the Heavens Arena. Oh, this yeah, right. You're right. Comment you're right, section. Right. Two years ago. Um, yeah, two two years ago. Two episodes ago. I'm I'm gonna die. Oh my I god. I realized that, <laughs> that we're in a new year now, Craft Store, but the, we didn't skip a year. We've this is a leap year, but it doesn't what, mean we leap over a year. What do I look like, Togashi? Um. Oh. <laughs> so anyway, um, there, yeah, on the, also on the Heaven's Arena Zoldic episode, there was um, Pokeman. Who uh, I'll, I'll pose this question to you first, but who do you think is worse, uh, the Charlotte family or the Zoldics? The Charlottes being, you know, Big Mom, of course. Oh, uh, hmm. I mean, I, I don't know if one is. I'd have to think on that one. I don't know if one is even yeah. necessarily worse than the other because they're both. They're, like, it's hard as like, far as cause... like being bad families, but being like well written. <laughs> oh uh, no, I was I, I was talking about like bad. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the question was like which is like more like worse as a family to the character because they're both well written. This, but even though like. Hmm, it's I want to see more of the Zeldex because I feel, you know, but there's more Charlotte family to come too. I would hope, but uh, I don't know. Because um, my thoughts that I had was like I think I think what the Zeldex have done is worse. Like the way like the way they like literally tortured Kilua since he was a child. Like that's um, Big Mom hasn't like done that to her children. But I think I think what Big Mom would do to her children is worse like potentially like she would kill them if uh like she's threatened with lola she's like oh you betrayed my family so um you know and she yeah she's done some abuse like with chiffin but like yeah so it, it's it's very close <laughs> is what i'm trying to say they're both really terrible um but you you know you also brought up how there's sort of the like um deceptive kindness to the zoldics as well so i don't know i thought it was fun to consider um anyway you go ahead if you have any comments okay uh so this is the part where i have to admit that i didn't have time to get comments (laughs) i I passed it off to you first to delay the inevitable but i didn't have enough time disappointed no it's fine um okay um gabriel wright had a comment on the york new episode about how like uh zushi and zapile have like they're they're you know they have this or no i guess it was inversed with like um Zushi, but, um, like, Killua had this, like, physical talent, but Zushi gave him pause, and Zephyl had this, like, great, you know, eye for, you know, value, and, like, Nen is sort of, like, a gap closer with these talents, though, as we see future in the series, there are talents that, like, talents with Nen that are insurmountable, or at least, you know, conventionally, um, thinking about, the, thinking about the next arc, um, and possibly cutest Togashi girl, <laughs> Though there's a contender in this one. There is a contender. Um, so I, it was an interesting observation. Um, and there was also something about the Hunter Association regarding how, like, they kind of, like, it, you know, it makes sense that they're hunters because, you know, uh, Nen is sort of literalized, like, will and desire for something. And so, the, yeah, you know, Hunter Association, like, most Nen users are connected to them in some way. Like, even the Zoldics, like, and the, um, have, like, Illumi and such, so... Um, you know, it, it's, it's neat. <laughs> I think that maybe the comment went somewhere with that, or I was go- going to, I forgot. <laughs> I did think, okay, I did see one comment here by SSJ Shinigami about the whole, like, <laughs> Judas thing. Yes, that, there was a couple Judas things that on Krola that. Said. Yes. Go on. Because I was going to bring up that no one next anyway. 
Oh, okay. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't have much to take away from it. I just thought it was interesting. We'll also repeat uh, it for the viewers because it was about um, Crollo not believing in free will. So if so, that's possibly ties to Judas thing because you know Judas uh, didn't have a choice. No one has a choice. Uh, nihilism, you know. Um, and I guess also coming up with the coming up regarding the uh, Crollo Judas uh, his line about Judas was um, reality distortion, which um, mentioned like that. Yeah, Judas ha- or Jesus has like his twelve apostles, and then Judas. So like, with, or or no, wait, maybe I'm no. J- Jesus is with the twelve apostles, and Judas was the traitor in those apostles. But um, with Crollo, he he's his the number is thirteen. So and he had so um, I think they suggested that Hisoka was the traitor, basically. Um, so which is interesting. Um, not just in context of York New, but like later context which is getting onto spoiler territory that i don't want to bring up and also future plot things that we haven't seen happen yet or i I i'm not even caught up to the manga i'm like 10 chapters behind so i don't know just it's neat to see people considering that because i i haven't really thought about it um outside of the reading so it's neat um but that is all of my comments I'm just laughing because I told Mathwiz, oh, uh, let me know when you got your comments. And she's just like, I'm ready. And I'm like, cool, she's got comments. <laughs> she lied to me. I'm sorry, it was either that or we start the podcast like half an hour late. <laughs> it doesn't take that long to read. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, let's not actually read. Um, or this year. So I guess uh, thinking back... Um, maybe we should have read a few more chapters, like there. Um, but I, I didn't question it, um, cause like we we get a bit more wrap up to York New starting off. Um, Karapika's out of it for a little while, uh, cause he expended too much of his energy with his uh everything. <laughs> um, uh, Golan and Kilo have a bit of a conversation about um Karapika's power and um like what it was you know created for like Gon didn't think it's made for killing but uh Kilo argues otherwise anyway then they uh suit up to go to the auction and we get we get the, the little boys in suits and they're like ha- they're they're handsome boys <laughs> and of course they like immediately run into Finks and Phaeton which is just so funny <laughs> of course mostly knowing that nothing happens but it's like <laughs> Yep, there's the, the the antagonists from the from the arc just like chilling, just like uh, it's funny. Um. Yeah, it is. It is interesting uh, as I kind of talked about a bit in the York New podcast, but the way these two arcs like sort of bleed together is is yeah, maybe we could have had a different stop start point. Um, but even then, it's just because oh, the the big antagonist in the last arc that we had our big our big fight. But uh, no, they they still stick around for this arc too, and they're they're doing stuff in the background, which is, it's another good way of, uh, the way that this arc is paced because we get we get like the little cutaways to the troop. But I don't know, especially in the in the manga form, or maybe it's just because it's been a while since I watched it in the anime, and I don't remember exactly all the dialogue. But you know, people were while they're like when Genthru is doing like all his plotting and whatever like there are even mentions like oh then there there are these uh, rogue players Phaeton and Finks that are just out killing people uh, and they have a couple cards so it's just interesting how some mm-hmm. of the stuff some of the conflicts uh blend together and play off each no, other no yeah and and it definitely like 
it keeps the fandom troop as like relevant. Like, yeah, these are these major characters and recurring antagonists. Like, even if they they don't, yeah, they don't interact with Gon and Killua after this. Like, even though they're 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 on Greed Island. So, and then like, yeah, it's resolved in like a complete anticlimax where yeah, uh, Reyes is just like, nah, <laughs> he's just like gets him to leave, and it's great. Um, and of course, yeah, they do show up li- briefly in Chimera Ant. Um, but it, it, yeah, it's it's neat. <laughs> But yeah, they talk a bit about um, Nen exorcism, uh, sort of setting up what's uh, the subplot or a subplot with the next arc or Great Island. Um, and of course, we also get a little kind of like Fink's flashbacks to um, like, oh, why aren't you kids trying to escape? And, you know, they didn't want Kurapika to become a murderer, like like the the troop and which ended up helping them in a way but uh like he says pa- oh paku was thankful to you like ah good good interaction <laughs> and then we get the auction which um i don't remember if all these details were in um the anime or not but i don't know it's neat more the sort of world building with just like here's how the auction works like colin accidentally doubling the uh the bid <laughs> yeah there might be more into like the specifics that you know Especially with how the 2011 anime was paced, where it kind of went through everything, not like too quickly, but it, it definitely, I don't know, it, it was it was a faster paced adaptation. So some of the little more minor stuff, like here are all <laughs> the ways that you can bid on an auction, and there are a couple other details like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know about your overall thoughts about Greed Island now, but getting into that, like those minor details and stuff are kind of why Creed Island is my favorite arc going right now. I mean, yeah, like it, it is, especially because when you, when you get the layouts of like, here are all the cards and here, are, and we really yes. get like the nitty gritty details of how the game works. You can tell that, I mean, like Togashi, he's, he's a gamer. He knows what he's doing. He knows mm-hmm. what kind of game he was making here. And I almost feel like there, there is a degree to which I feel like this is probably one of the arcs that Togashi probably had the most fun writing out of... I mean, maybe that's not the case, because this was also the time when, like... This was <laughs> the really health, the end yes. of Weekly Hunter... The, the end of Weekly Hunter Hunter. Uh, right. Like, like we, were, we we read the volume, the official release, so we didn't have the, the original, like, art. Uh, it actually looked very good and consistent um, in the volume releases, um, which was great. But yeah, no, I love having the ability to just stop and read all the cards. Like, and you don't have to. Like, they're, like in the volume extras, you see all the 100 um, reward, or, like, the, the required uh, cards. Or not all, the 99, I think, but... Um, it's a, it's just... a case where, like, the anime adaptations... You know, I don't, and again, it's been a while since I saw the, the 99 OVAs. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, the, from a plot perspective... It would understand. It's understandable why some of those details might get cut out because if it, not yeah. all the cards contribute to you know the story. Like some of the cards get mentioned. There was one that was like pregnancy stones or whatever that I was like, huh, that's an interesting card to have. But obviously, it's not like a major plot point. It was just kind of there. Right. Right. Well, but it's it, like but it's, it shows Togashi. He's like putting in the work of like here are all the mechanics of this game and here are all the the weird wacky yes. ideas I might have come up with. So like it, I, in, 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 this arc in particular makes me think of like, oh, if Togashi was born 10, 15 years later, whatever, would he have been like one of the, or maybe not even that long, but like if he had gone down a different path, would he have become one of these like isekai 
um, <laughs> oh my god on, um, that's, what's the platform Shosetsu or whatever yes Shosetsu Ninaru let's write a novel yes. um, that's a, you say that and you're, I'm like holy shit you are totally right if Togashi didn't become a mangaka and was born like later or more recently rather he would I'm not even sure I could like see that the, <laughs> I, I'd, I'd even check this because I wasn't sure how age was even a thing because Reki Kawahara is not that much younger oh, really? than Togashi. It's only like a couple of years off. Um, so it might huh. not have I even thought, been I'd assume an age younger. thing. Yeah, yeah it's because he really loves Shonen Jump, you know, like he emulates aspects of it in, you know, like incidental things in his work, as I talked about. Like he he he's so adherent, like to, wants to be in Shonen Jump that like even if Hunter Hunter isn't like capable, like I feel like he might be better as like a monthly series or, you know, something. So you know, I feel like he could make a concession, but no, he, like he's he's in Jump, you know, it seems like he wants to be there for whatever reason, even if like he hasn't had a chapter in oh, like what, a year and a half now? Um, okay, 2019. Maybe, maybe yeah. 10 years would have been right because Togashi's, according to Google, Togashi's 53, Kawahara's 45. So gotcha. maybe 10 years would have been a more accurate. Anyways, mm-hmm. sorry, go on. No, no, yeah, it's, um, so yeah, it is interesting. Well, what I wanted to talk about, though, like, I, I was, I was expecting to get to it later, because the moment it really hit me was when, um, they were doing the information trade, uh, regarding Genthru being close to the, car- it's close, and going with, like, oh, we got, here's how we got the wild luck Alexandrite, like, um, that kind of stuff, and, um, because, like, there was just other little details that came in, and, like, I really like Green Island in part because of the world building. Like, I'm tempted to say that because we get all these little mechanics and stuff, <laughs> Greed Island is world built better than the rest of the series. Like, not that Hunter x Hunter doesn't have, like, an interesting setting and stuff. It's just, like, we've explored comparatively little of it, I feel. Um, like, it was only fairly recent in the manga, like, we see, oh, here's these major countries that, um, you know, are allied and stuff. Like, um, where, like, Greed Island, like, yeah, there's... We, we get the point is like you know go and playing the game and uh, th- like there's just like, these little sides and like oh you can do this and this and I think what I really liked about the arc is like here's how, why Hunter Hunter is a fantasy it's not fantasy because all the monsters and the ma- magic martial arts it's fantasy because there is a video game that you can play and explore and talk to other players and you can't just Google the answers on the internet because <laughs> that 100% like kills the. Uh, <laughs> Like, the exploration factor in so many games, like, for me, because I know, like, if I'm lost and stuck, I can't just ask, I could, yeah, I could ask another player, or I could just fucking Google it, because it's, like, and that kind of, like, kills that aspect of games for me, because, like, well, it's already there, you know, and we're, we're Greed Island, like, as they go through it, that's not the case, you know, um, like, even just the fact that the game exists is kind of, like, a secret, um, and that's, I, I like that, um, <laughs> And, like, I want to play Creed Island and not be at risk of death or anything, basically. Like, that's what the game makes me want to do. And it's so... <laughs> I like this arc a lot. And that's part of it. That's part of it for sure. Not that there's not a lot of other good things to the arc. Um, I just wanted to talk about that one. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's great. Um, and maybe it does show Hunter Hunter's age. Because, like, I was playing Sekiro and it had, like, oh, there's this character who's looking for a, a pinwheel. And it turns out there's, like, three different kinds of pinwheels you can give him. Go away. Anyway, I forgot where I was. Um, sorry, I got interrupted. So, going back to it, um, yeah, the details are nice. Um, you said something about Sekiro and pinwheels. That's right. I was talking about the exploration um, and just, like, how I could 
I could just Google it, like, if I had a question. And, like, that kind of, like, killed my interest in trying to find the answers myself sometimes when I was stuck. Like, and it's my fault, it, it, but it, I just, it, it becomes a self-imposed challenge to actually play games the way they're intended, and that's sad to me and my failures. And I, I envy people who can't, who aren't, are able to just play games without having that impulse. So, I, I'm spoiled, is what I'm saying, and I wish Green Island were real. But also not because it's dangerous. Uh, and I think yeah, what also say if or, we were if we were present in the world of Hunter Hunter playing Greed Island, um, well, we would have had to have unlocked Nen, and that's already enough of a barrier. But um, yeah, yeah, we could we probably would have been one of those people just like stuck trying to get. The, we might have been one of the victims of the bomber to uh, get the cards. <laughs> Right. And of course, there's also, like, I think the fact that Togashi shows off all of the 100 cards is, like, you can you can pick which one you want, basically. Like, or you can imagine, like, oh, if I won, I would pick these cards and maybe come up with fun, like, combinations. Like, uh, Kilo mentions, oh, Risky Dice and Fickle Genie, where you, you, you randomly get him to choose the, the best wishes that you gave him. Um, and, like, <laughs> it's neat to consider. I think I saw one that was, like, um... It was, like, uh, work, hard work dwarves or stuff like that. And, like, when you're sleeping, they do work for you, as long as it's work that you could have done. And I'm like, so you're saying I can get them to edit my videos while I sleep? <laughs> <laughs> like, that was, a, that was an easy consideration right there. So, um, yeah. Anyway, um, they go over to, they get to Batra, because he's buying up all the uh, game consoles. And he keeps he keeps out buying buying Milliki. Like Milliki has this whole see Hunter Hunter, like I'm considering what it might what might have been like to read it like as it was going, where it's like, oh, what's Milliki going to do? Like he's he has this whole thing through he keeps popping up throughout. And the this is the climax, is uh he's outbid on every copy. <laughs> and he doesn't get to play Green Island, he's just like, I'm gonna go home. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, yeah, later on with Greed Island, there's like the Phantom Troop, like, oh, are the Phantom Troop gonna pull some shit and try and rob the game? Uh, nope, they, they they literally just can't. And they get scattered around the continent, and uh, they aren't seen for the rest of the arc. What um, do you mean they're not seen for the rest of the arc? Then they do more stuff, it's, it's just, they don't break the game. That's tr yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, that's what, yeah. <laughs> Did you read the chapter of Trap Store? <laughs> Exposed, damn. <laughs> Didn't expect to be called out like that. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Nencho Podcast, the only podcast where we don't read the manga that we're talking about. That's probably going to get clipped and taken out of context and someone's going to be like, the Nencho Podcast, I don't know. Uh, when the Nencho Podcast uh, gets cancelled a few years from now, that clip will, uh, it's all my fault. Uh... There's better reasons to cancel us, I'm sure. Um, I don't know what they are yet, and I will hopefully never know. So anyway, um, but yeah, they do their, uh, they get, they show off their, their Nen. Um, it doesn't, it, uh, it is, it does not impress. Because, um, there's, there's a lot of unwritten rules to how it's supposed to go, basically. Um, which they find out later. Because, yeah, they're still very inexperienced, um. Gon gets pretty pissed off because, you know, he very much, like, wants to be recognized. Like, you see it later with Genthru, um, and we saw it before with Netero, where Netero's only using two of his limbs, and he wants to, and Gon wanted to push him harder. And Genthru, with Genthru, he wanted Genthru to use his, like, flower, his, like, 
dangerous attack because he was being looked down on and he's an idiot but he, he i don't know um it's a rec- it's interesting um you know because i'll get i'll get to get through later because um i don't know i appreciated the arc even more rereading it when it was already like mm, comparable to chimera ant as far as my favorites go which is already saying a, a lot i think cons- considering how like well like chimera ant is by hunter hunter fans so but anyway, I think Kila another connection I had noticed um, that I thought was kind of interesting, and I don't know if it was intentional or not, um, but thinking back to like how when Leorio is first introduced and he has the line about, oh, everything has a price. You know, you can even buy lives with money. Um, but here in this arc, we, ha- we have we have Batara, who literally just like spends his entire fortune on these copies of Greed Island, and he has all these people to go in and get this thing for him because he's trying to. I mean, I guess yes. this like spoils what happens with him at the end of the arc, but it's fine. I don't know when I'll ever get the chance to bring him up <laughs> We've, again. I think I've spoiled things farther than this already on at least on the podcast. So well, we um, we we sometimes try to go chronologically. Yeah, no, um, it's fair. We try, but then there's sometimes little things like oh, this, co-, or even like I'll allude to things later. But anyway, no, this is this is within the reading, so I yeah, think it's like, fair. With, with this guy, he's kind of just more there to you know, he's more of like an excuse for things to start in the arc as opposed to being like a major influence well i never mind anyways he he like spends all this money on all this stuff to try and uh you know like revive or not revive but like save heal his, this person yes. so that so that they don't die um but it, it doesn't work like no matter how much money he spends and how much time and resources he puts into you know eventually he, he he runs out of time so it's it's almost like an indirect counter argument to the leorio thing about oh like you can even buy people's lives with money like he had said with his friend like oh if we'd only had the money we could have my friend wouldn't have died but you know even in this case yeah. that, that's not not necessarily true I don't know where that's gonna go for Leorio's character arc if it'll have any connection at all but I found it interesting yeah and, and like there's definitely like a kind of I feel line drawn between like desire and greed this arc but because it's 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 called Greed Island so of course it's gonna explore greed um. Like I wouldn't call Batara greedy, but um, I th- maybe I think I guess the thing with Batara is that he's not like he's not enacting his own will. Like if he really wanted this thing, then he would have learned Nen and done it done it himself. You know, if he wanted yeah. to actually accomplish this. But he's relying on other people, and those other people they're in it for the money. You know, like once the reward stops being a thing, they're like, yeah, we give up, and Gon and Genthru are the only ones playing uh, because Genthru wants we don't know, and Gon just wants to play the game. Um, so like. Yeah, it's neat. Um, it feeds into the conflict, and that's good. <laughs> anyway, we sort of see... The the Phantom Group also acts as, like, a good... They're good for the world building of Greed Island because they kind of help to explain how the game... Like, how the game works. Like, they're the only ones who really try to subvert the rules. So we get to see the only, um, like, the administrator or what... G- game Master card that Razor uses. Like, it's the only one we see. There's presumably others, you know, where he's able to, like... Like, these really powerful Nen abilities that are... are are only used to help the game run um, and stuff. So, but yeah, we see them every so often, like, sort of, like, as they're trying to, like, mess with the game and get into it and, you know, because they want to steal stuff because it's got a lot of valuable items that you can only get there. And then they don't. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting how they are brought in not only to, you know, flesh out the game more, but also... The way, like, it's good foreshadowing for certain events that happen, or even just 
progressing the plot for future arcs. Um, like, obviously, the whole quest to find the Nen Exorcist uh, is not really prevalent to the Greed Island story, but it will be relevant later. Um, mm-hmm. But then also, like, in the encounter with Razor that you mentioned, like, not only do do we get to see here's, like, this ability, and we get to see... But it, like, foreshadows Razor's abilities because we see him do, like, the volleyball spike and blow up the boat. Um, true, true. So it gives us a little bit of insight into his powers. And obviously shows us that, hey, here's a here's an antagonist that's going to be coming up later in the arc. Here's what he's about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's good. Um, because especially considering the nature, like the, the specific quest that he was a part of to unlock the card, it was a very rare thing that very time sensitive could only be triggered at a certain point. So how else are we going to get to foreshadow this guy? So it, it's interesting, interesting writing. No, yeah, Great Island is great. <laughs> For a lot of reasons too, as we we've, we haven't even gotten there though, so it's uh so yeah. Anyway, um, Wing or no Gon, uh, you know he gets advice from Karapika, and um, then who reminds him of Wing, so he gives his for, you know master call, and gives him enough advice to sort of like realize like some of the more some of the more he things he could do with the basics, um, where he's able to like, you know, make a stronger punch like. I like Nen is cool and I like how it's able to do stuff like that like the ability to sort of like the strategy involved in like deciding where you allocate your your Nen to better resist or attack um it's cool Gon's powers are also really interesting from the perspective of you know if you consider the whole you know the details being more important than the destination and, and this arc in particular all about like getting the basics down and making sure that you've, you've mastered the fundamentals before you go out and you do all the crazy tricks and all the stuff. Um, Gon in particular is like a good embodiment of that because there's nothing super special about his power. It's just him he, using yeah, various, he's an, t- you know, yes. mastering the basics and learning how to use like Gyo and all these different techniques. Yeah, Bisky and, even says like, oh, you're an enhancer. Just stick with the basics because that's what you're best at. Um Right, like Uvogin, he was also an enhancer, and literally all he did was like punch stuff and be incredibly durable because of his insane, you know, Nen capacity. So, yeah. like, um, yeah. But it's also interesting, um, you know, in the context of people in the past who have had like these fancy powers, or you know how like Castro could, you know, make like a double. Or so it's more about. I'm trying to think if there are any conflicts specific to Greed Island where characters kind of skip the details just to you know they try to like play with the fancy there was, toys um, but they're missing the Suzuget, Su- or what's the name of the uh the leader of the Batra's sort of mercenaries because he's like Seth he comments Segera? about how Segera, that was it um he he talks about how like how he's like he he's not as capable as them because he's like oh man how how long has it been since I've really like gone over the basics so he's not skipping over it but it's just he just hasn't like refined his basics in so long and like there's also when they get the uh the card stolen or no when there's the the guys who are trying to steal their uh, sort of truth and like there's the one guy who's like he tries to use a spell card on him and Kilo just like steals the card and he's like how long have you has it been since you actually did anything physical like he's an end user but he's like still well below a nov- a relative novice like Killua just because like he's out of practice like um they're not playing the game the game wants you to use nen and play it but like because you know they're doing it differently they're not learning, you know, how, from the game, basically. So, 
Um, or what were you, were you going with that? Or skipping over the details and training and stuff? Well, there's like that, and it's also... Um, I also kind of think of like Kilo's powers, because he can do all the electricity stuff. And... But, like, in this arc in particular, I've, I mentioned it in a previous video, how, like, it's a training arc. I mean, a lot of the arcs have, like, the training aspect to it. But, like, here, it's a training arc where they don't even really finish their training. Like, Kilua doesn't... He doesn't even really use his electricity powers. Like, he uses it a bit, and it is a factor, but it's not, like, the deciding factor. Like, instead, he's using the yo-yos and stuff. <laughs> so it's not... It's, it's another one of those, like, oh... The you know get to the cool tricks once you know once you have the basics down, but don't just don't just skip to to that stuff because it might look flashy, but that doesn't mean it's effective. Exactly, yeah. Um. And I mean, I think it's also kind of interesting. Maybe maybe this is stretching the connection a little bit because I had already talked about how in Heaven's Arena the guy with like the electric whips, uh, kind of that kind of tied into Kilo's backstory about you know the the whole electricity thing and how he was tortured as a kid and whatnot. And that was what defined it. That's what kind of led to his powers here where he right. just turns Which might've been retro, like a retro. Yes. It might've been a retroactive decision or it might've been planned from them, but yeah, but, it's, but it's, also, it's good I, to have them connected. Well, no, the, right. Cause then or, the thing I had also, you know, to go take that even further. And like I said, maybe it's a bit of a stretch, but how the guy had like the whips where he could use them as weapons and also use the electricity. Kilowog has his yo-yos where he can oh. use them just as like, you know, these big, heavy things that'll just, like, you know, like, he dazes his opponent by, like, smashing him in the head and whatever. Um, but also, he can use them as an extension of his of his Nen and electrocute them that yeah. way. You're right. Huh, I, that's true. I hadn't thought about how his ability was kind of similar. Um, anyway, um, they do their training. Oh, we get uh, Zapile. He's, uh... <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a bit where he's, like, you know, he had to actually, like... Um, take out, um, or, no, sell his fucking organs as collateral to make up the difference because he wasn't able to get the money in time. Um, but... <laughs> or, no, no, not sell his organs. Use his... Or take a loans to... And using his organs as collateral in case he wasn't able to pay them back. So... Um... And he's just kind of like I forgot that he he I I I I misremembered he doesn't he doesn't want to be a hunter he just wants to get a hunter license so he could sell it and be rich um, yeah and basically just live off of that which actually kind of like we get come back to the hunter exam but like because he doesn't have a real desire to be a hunter he ultimately fails you know um like everyone fails basically but uh, um he could try again <laughs> it may perhaps. <laughs> But anyway, Batara buys out all the uh, Great Island consoles. Uh, Milikis goes home, and we get to the the tryouts for the Great Island um, for playing with his mercenaries. I guess get, you could. Get... I guess you could call this a Nen show within the Nen show. <laughs> uh, the 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 title, the namesake of the podcast, comes into play. <laughs> And uh, there's like a bit of a mind games thing as they kind of learn learn how it works because this is they're they're newbies here, you know. So, um, uh, but at the end, you know, it doesn't matter whether they go first or they go last because it's not really first come first serve. It's based on merit. And um, like they said, is you know, are you able to uh, like because you know they don't want players just taking up slots in the game. So. God. Okay, I forgot the exact line, but Killua said that he's literally been electrocuted since he was a baby. Like, fuck the Zoldix. Holy shit. 
Um, like I knew kid, but literally an infant? Like, fuck. Mm hmm. Okay. <laughs> this poor kid. <laughs> Yeah, like there's there such a, a good... line from Bisky where she had said, uh, you know, like it, it's terrible. It's, it's tragic. You know, it, this, you know, this, this kid's life must've been hell. It's a miracle that he can even smile at all. <sighs> and that, that ties into one of my favorite moments of the arc, but we'll get to that. <laughs> but anyway, gone also passed. Um, Sus getters, uh, he's like, sheesh, I'm, af I'm afraid of him when he's going to grow up to be, uh, and of course, everyone, we, we see who passed. Uh, we keep seeing Bisky, and I'm like, yay! Bisky, I love Bisky. Holy, she's so good. <laughs> um, but yeah, they get taken to the, the area where they're playing, and we get to see the game. Gon goes inside, learns some of the mechanics. See, a lot of this, wait, this might go fairly quickly, because a lot of it is, is like, yeah, a lot of the arc is explaining things the audience needs to know. Um... Like, I was still engaged reading the whole thing for, like, this is the second time I've read it and the third time I've experienced it, and I still like, was fine with relearning everything. Like, I was fine with it. If people are bothered, that's fair. Um, <laughs> Hunter Hunter has a lot of words. Like, there's literally, like, whole page, like, two page, three page, four, no, it was, like, more like four pages of just the spells, you know? Of, like, here's memorize these within an hour, or, you know, stuff like that, so... Yeah, and obviously some of them were important. Some of them were set up, but like not all of the spells are going to be used. Yeah, yeah, that's and that goes back to like what I like, like about like, the world building, where you see all these other spells and you you can imagine how they might be used in the gameplay. But um, yeah, they don't matter for, for that really. Um, but it's but we get them anyway, and it's cool because like one one point I it's so small it doesn't matter, but because at the end of the every episode they would have like oh let's show off this card and um. They only showed off cards that were, like, being used or important. And I'm like, why didn't you show off... The, uh, you could have shown off the other cards, because that's what I liked about... That's one thing you do not get in the anime at all. And I like having that detail in the manga. So, um... Anyway, what were you saying? I, I don't even remember. It probably I'm sorry. Important. <laughs> I interrupted. Um, I'm just looking at these chapter titles now, and I thought... Uh, uh, a funny little gag that Togashi did was um, all the chapters where it's like, Tomasadora, part one, part two, part three. Tomasadora? Are they really going to Masadora? And then at the very end, he, there's the one where he's like, they already made it to Masadora, so I guess I'll come up with a different title now. I didn't know. I, I, I don't pay attention to chapter titles as much as I should. That's funny. Because, yeah, they... they... <laughs> it was... Yeah, that, that's funny. Oh, my God. I didn't think about that. That's so good. <laughs> Anyway, they get their first encounter with another player and sort of reveal their inexperience where they just don't know how to deal with spell cards at all. Um, like, Killua gets fucking pissed, like, what did you do to me? And he's got his spooky face. <laughs> and the dude's like, I'm out of here. So, very uh, mood. I don't, um... Oh, that's right, they get uh, brought into the, uh, the fold of the group that has Genthru in it. Um, the, that they're, oh, we're going to team up and clear the game. And Gon ultimately denies him because, you know, they just want to play the game themselves. Sort of. And they end up playing it how it's meant to be played. Yeah, and I do really like, uh, I like the introduction of Genthru. And I, I like his character design a lot because he, he kind of is just a dude. Like, he, yeah. he doesn't, compared to, you know, especially coming off of York New where we saw, like, the troop 
where some of these characters have some pretty, um, not cartoonish, but like there are some there are some fairly detailed designs. Like you have the the guy with like the gun fingers, or Phaeton's got like the spooky look with the cloak and stuff. But Genther is mm-hmm. just kind of like a guy. He has glasses. Yeah, um, he's he is a, like an obviously not a background character, but he's I I his design is much more comparable to like there's the uh, I forget his name, the one guy with like the stubble who gets like killed later. Um, who was w- talking to Gonakilua during the tryouts? Then there's like the the guy, the other guy with the light hair and the stubble, who's one of Genthru and one of the founders, or rather, and the Exorcist, of course. Like he introduces us to all these like relatively like clear designs. They're not like over like yeah, very. They're not as like incredibly distinct as like the Phantom Troop, where they're just like you know over the top in that way. But like yeah, it it is just a very toned down design, and it does help like. I don't see. It's been so long since I originally read the series. I just don't know my initial reactions at all. Like, um, <laughs> so yeah, because right. I yeah, get, I have that similar where it's like I go into it. I'm like, oh hey, there's Genthru, main antagonist of the arc. Um, <laughs> right, for the first time, maybe you'd see it and be like, I like I could see him easily just blending in. It's not like oh, this is the bomber. This is the the bad guy who's gonna. Yeah, see, that was also me, like, to compare to similar incident in Water 7, where you, I don't think you had that, where it's like, I'm like, oh, look, it's Lucian Kaku, main antagonist for the arc, and you're just like, oh, weird shipwright designs, I think, because you, you didn't, uh, you hadn't really been spoiled on that one, so. Yeah, because it's just like, oh, guy with a pigeon, okay. (laughs) Oh, um, major assassin and (laughs) the final boss of the arc, right. Um, nope, yeah, it's, a. it's always yeah. Re, re, rereading is always, it's it's always gonna have that extra context. So, but anyway, we get the. Uh, oh no, I guess I was wrong. Um, I was misremembering. But there's <laughs> this moment. I, I don't, it got to me because like um, they decide to you know leave and because they talk about how to um, like how because Gon didn't or the the group was talking about how uh, you know. Jing's game what is it's a game of slaughter, you know, because of all these murders going out. Because like there's two people too afraid to play the game and use their spells, which is causing um, issues or, or and their cards in general. Which you know the game isn't flowing, so they're having trouble getting the cards. So it's actually become easier to just kill people, even though there were rules to de-incentivize it. And like, because kind of how I saw it is like Genthru is the one who made it a game of slaughter because he's the one who started slaughtering players because, you know, he's trying to get the cards that way where, you know, no one's no one's playing the game properly. Um, they're trying to find the shortcuts, and um, they're not exploring the game and such. But, um, you know, and, like, you get... Well, because, like, you, it also comes up later, at, like, at the very end, basically, where Kilo is talking about, like, how he... Yeah, everyone Genthru killed was playing the game and knowingly risking their lives, like... He, he, they can't, like, really condemn that as, you know, cru- cruel and brutal as it is. C- especially when Killua is, he admits that he's killed way more and stuff. Um, so, like, you know, like, Gon and uh, Killua agree that, like, you know, we, you know, we don't want to kill people. And, like, they, <sighs> Gon, you know, thanks Killua for, you know, meeting him. And, <laughs> and Killua responds, like, no, I'm glad I have you as a friend. And it's so good. <laughs> I don't know. Um, like they're just good friends. Yeah, it's one. It's one of the. It's one of those like, ah, uh, punch me right in the heart. Ah, exactly. <laughs> like I don't think it made me cry because that's what surprised me about rereading the arc 
is that because I said before, like, there's only one moment that cri- made me cry in Hunter Hunter, and now there are two, and it hasn't happened yet, but it did. And, uh, <laughs> ooh. Um, what I do think of, is also kind of interesting. Um, you had talked about, you know, players perhaps not playing the game properly, or, you know, they're able to kind of exploit uh, the way that the game is sort of like run. Uh, like the whole, like, oh, we can kill people outside of the game. But and it won't destroy the the information in the in the rings. Like it won't destroy their data or I don't know various little almost like taking advantage of. I don't even know Metagame, if I call them yeah. bugs, but yeah, the metagaming. That's the word, um, which is kind of interesting. Uh, I don't know if it, if maybe I guess maybe you could read it as like an inherent commentary on like the way that people play games or not or you know just a, an interesting perspective on it because you have gone who gets kind of all defensive like oh jing wouldn't make this game so that people could kill but i mean <laughs> we do also i mean it's easier to think more uh you know now that we know jing's character nowadays uh, to think like ah oh, well maybe, they, maybe you know but, but from the perspective of like metagaming and uh whereas gone and Killua and Bisky, they just kind of try to play the game as it's designed, which I think is interesting, even just from... Uh, I know I talked to a friend about, like, even just playing, like, Pokemon before, and once you once you get the format down and you understand how it goes, you don't necessarily... You'll, like, pick your team and just kind of go with that for the whole game, whereas if you play it kind of... It's a way of, like, exploring the things as, as how they're designed, and the reason why I bring up Pokemon as, a, as an example, especially if you go back to, like the very first game when it's like just introducing the thing you could go to like each route and like catch new team team members and it's like all about how the pokemon like level up as you get further in the game and so you could theoretically catch more ones and keep swapping teams out yeah i I did hear that point where it's like around the time you get to surrealian city if you've been using rotata it will have evolved and you can like swap it out for another you know party member so it's Um, looking into like how the game's kind of in it gears you towards doing certain things or like it incentivizes you to do these things and so like with greed island if you play the game sort of the way it's designed like bisky kind of figures out with all the the monsters you can like level up through the monsters and right you that learn increases a- your net yeah. ability and like makes you better and it teaches you all these different skills because it's like jing designing the game for his son or even not necessarily doing it but like he did he had this game in mind it was like hey i'm gonna try to make it this way so i can show it off to my kid and see if he'll like it um so it's kind of like we're not gonna get too much into like oh it's jing the fatherhood of jing um that we'll save that for a later discussion but like just as far as like making this game and like having it as a way so like it can make players better like better hunters and stuff it's just it's really cool and, you know, thinking about it, Pokemon is a really great comparison because, like, yeah, that's how the game sort of, like, wants you to play is, like, by, you know, swapping out your team and getting, you know, um, because, you know, it does reward you even if it's just a cosmetic thing for filling out the Pokedex. And, you know, changing your team helps you fill out the Pokedex more efficient- efficiently, you know, where, yeah, because y- y- most people, like, I-, I myself stick to the team of six, where compared to that to Hunter Hunter, where it's, like, you know, obviously, the, you know, greed is a theme, and if you get too wrapped up in greed, you will sort of avoid playing the game as it in- is it intended, and, you know, kill other people, like, you know, bully them for cards, like, and, because the final test, the final um, card, you have to answer a quiz, and Gold and Kill have been playing the game less, like, than most of the other players, yet they do bet- best on the quiz, because they actually played the game, and so, so like, at the end of the day, like, I think Gon, um 
like finishing the game the way he did, like incentivize other people to also play it properly because like, oh, we need to understand the game. We, so we should just play it naturally kind of thing. Like that, that's how I would expect the game going forward now that the secret last card is revealed. And like, so it is kind of interesting to consider how like playing the game, you know, even if like the mechanics of the game allow for alternate things, like playing it by the way it's designed is more efficient. Cause like also another thing with Pokemon is you'll like your starter, um, a lot of people, especially younger players, just, like, level up their starter to level 80 by doing everything with them, and then <laughs> nothing can stand in their way. But that even that's even worse for their Pokedex if that's something they want to do, because they're literally only leveling up one Pokemon. Um, so, yeah. It's, uh... It's neat. Game, games are... Yeah, like, Togashi definitely, like, gets games, I think, and that really shows in Greed Island, and, you know, like you said, his love for games, because that's kind of the meme, is like, oh, Togashi can't work on Hunter x Hunter, a new Dragon Quest came out, or something like that, <laughs> um, so... I think another thing that... I, another point of contrast I thought was kind of interesting was how, again, like, you have the, the people metagaming, like, you have the big group of players that Genther is originally a part of, and he's obviously there to, like, sabotage them, but they're like, oh, we gotta max out this certain kind of card, and, like, they, they realize that certain cards are more valuable or more sought after than others. So it's instead of just playing the game and kind of getting them as they go, it's more like, Oh, we have to monopolize these and make sure that, um, no one else can win before us. They want to yeah. win. Right. Um, and then obviously that plan doesn't work for them. Cause uh, they, in one way they or another. yes, because they can't get the, uh, the, 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 the beach card or what or the, 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 the one that... Well, yeah, um, yeah, because you never you had, need... like, a, a group of 15 to f fulfill the conditions to go to that place. To right. get that card. Um, yeah, it's it's good. Um, anyway, we also get uh, <laughs> Bisky. She's like, oh, man, th look at those little uh, innocent boys. I want to ruin their friendship. <laughs> and that's how Best Girl is introduced. <laughs> um... It's also kind of interesting um, to, you know, if you consider, like, the Gon Kilua friendship as sort of like a rivalry, this could have been the point where, like, when Bisky first showed, showed up, maybe readers were thinking, like, ooh, are Gon and Kilua going to split up in this arc? Is there going to be a, ooh? But then, of course, that's not, that's <laughs> not what happens at all, because she gets up to them, and then it's just like, wow, these kids don't know how to use their powers. They have talent, but they don't know how to use it. I have to, it's my duty to forge them Her into natural diamonds instincts for being a teacher gets the better of her, better of her and it's <laughs> it's very good yes um yeah because yeah because i like her little running commentary she just keeps getting like progressively more pissed off that they're not doing things the correct way and she's like why aren't you doing this use your talents no you're squandering them uh it's she's so good um but a little before that we get to the uh they do the rock paper scissors tournament to win the uh sword of truth um i kind of already talked about it a bit but like you know they See, it's, 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 you know, they're, they're smart and they like understand once they understand basic mechanics, like they do some things to, you know, stave off the original, uh, the, the first, uh, uh, robbers basically, but then they run into the experienced players and they lose their card. Um, yeah. I also really like the little, um, how the, like the first guy who shows up, he even gets like a little small, he gets like two, th two or three, half a page of like this internal narration of like, oh, I've been stuck in this game and, I, and we need to get the... So, like, he has his motivations for doing what he does and then it's just like, poof. It, plan failure. Yeah. Um, it, 
And it, well, and they even mentioned like, oh, people just live in the game, and here is one of these people. He's he's got a wife. He's um a job. Like he he just lives in the game. Um, so yeah, it's a uh, because I think he's the only one who we outright see who's like or or hear about who who is you know does it has that in mind. But um yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> so yeah, Gon and Kilo get the map to they're gonna go to Masadora. And on the way out, they run into Bisky, and she's like, let me go with you. And they're like, no. And she gets pissed off. <laughs> You'll slow us down. And she's like, what the hell did you say to me about me, you little bitch? Because <laughs> she could crush them. <sighs> see, I guess I could see, the more I think about it, I guess I could kind of see how, um, you know, people people might not like, because because there are people who don't like Reed Island as much compared to like York New York monsters or no it's fine <laughs> or Hunter exam Go on. and I, I guess I could maybe kind of see why um because like if if you interpreted it as like oh the plot of this arc is you know beating the game and it's about like getting through and you know all the stuff with the bomber and trying to defeat the bomber and stuff so you know, if you read it as that way, we have all this, like, d- distraction stuff. Like, people are training and all these little side quests with games and fleshing out the stuff. When really, like, that, that is the plot. And maybe people just kind of misunderstand. Or maybe. they're not, they're not yeah, as or much even... of a fan of the whole... Because, again, this is this arc is very much so the focusing on the little details on the way to the destination. Because that's all part of exploring the game and stuff. And so maybe they just aren't as much of a fan of that, <sighs> or... I didn't think about that because Jing is the one who tells Gon that line at like the end of the 2011 anime and um, where we're going to stop reading. And yeah, of course he make a game where the only way to beat it is by exploring it and understanding the game and knowing all the little details because they are the most important thing in the end. Um, (laughs) I hadn't made that connection. That's good. Um, and yeah, like, and I will say, yeah, there's legitimate reasons to not like the arc because there is a lot of, like, dialogue and exposition explaining how the game works. I like getting that, but, you know, I'm not going to expect everyone is going to want that, you know? Um, so stuff like that is fair. In for the two-part video series, Why You Don't Understand Greed Island. <laughs> Are we both going to make vid- uh, Greed Island videos? Is that, is that what's going to happen? <laughs> Gotta, get, gotta give it like the next talk, the next Taku title. Like no one understands Greed <laughs> Island. <laughs> uh, it is a good arc, though, really good. Um, anyway, we get more of the Phantom Troops sort of talking about the uh, the game. Um, I also course, really like the. Um, well, sorry, like there's stuff with the Phantom Troop, and they're figuring out like, oh, the game is in real life, and there's all this. Uh, they're they're not even focusing on the game. Uh, who cares about the troop? Because we got to talk about the bandits and how. Oh, we got to go fight these bandits in the forest. Oh wait, actually, um, the, the it, it's funny because they do end up being bandits in the end, but not in the way you'd expect the bandits to be. Because they do end up taking everything that Gon and Kilua have, but it's not through like <laughs> combat and stealing it. They just like they have the sick kid, and they just kind of like I don't want to say like guilted away from them, but they they like they even take their clothes. <laughs> It's like okay, well yeah, because it's like it's a vi- it is a game, and part of you is expecting a reward for doing things because that's what games games do. But it's it's a, it, well, it's like a double subversion because first is a virtue and they don't get anything, but then later they come back and understand what they're supposed to do, and they get uh, the item that no one else in the game has ever gotten before. Or no, no, actually, some people had gotten before. There were like three or four other people. Never mind. But no one majorly playing the game had gotten it. 
um, like none of the major players at this time. So, and it was also one of those items that people could kind of, because we le- we later learned that there's like the lottery strategy where you can just kind of get cards, and so it was one of those cards that people could get because it was a low enough rank, but also it was like, it was it was where I think the condition was like you have to give them like everything that you have, which includes like all the cards in your binder, and then you'd come back later with like the the thing, then because they use like the necklace thing or whatever, and they got it. So it's one of those like you have to play the game. I mean, like, yeah. there are ways well, like, to how do it, I took but it's it very like, unlikely to get it other than by doing it yeah. in this way. Well, because, like, I think, like, they were using the random the, the random strategy to get, like, you know, like, oh, yeah, you can get, um a, a, like, level A cards with it. But what I took from it is that, like, it's it's a wild luck Alexandrite. So it's, like, an exception to that because of specifically the card it is, which is just, like, a kind of, like design detail in the game i suppose more than like a rule one which mm-hmm. i think i don't know that's what i that's what i just assume that that you know it, it it's not a big enough thing like it could they they were, could, could have just been unlucky even though they were using the risky dice but um no actually no wait no there was a time where genthru used the risky dice too never mind because i was gonna suggest because they were using like um you know so other people to roll for them and like so in that their case like I don't know what the luckiest role would have outcome for them would have been is like, if they got the card, then they would have, would they have gotten to live? I don't know. So maybe their life being prolonged by getting the, you know, cards that were good. Like maybe that was the luckiest option for them perhaps is, I don't know. Um, it's, it's not too important. I just got to thinking about it. But yeah, I, I am looking back on the, on the troop thing again, and just, like, more of, like, the metagaming, like, oh, I have this Nen ability that can copy cards, but it doesn't work, because the game is the game is designed that that won't happen. Or, like, Shizuku's ability to just, like, suck up special items, but it's like, nope, you can't do that either. So, the game is well-built around people cheating with their Nen abilities. Yes. Yeah, and it fits with, like, just how Nen works, because, like, how I saw it is, like, the reason they're able to have all these different abilities with all these different, um limit it's it's because of all the limitations on them like because you know net abilities become stronger with limits so they're able to do all these things because you know it's well yeah they're also strong nen users but um yeah that yeah. there's also like multiple nen users working together to construct this game which is also really interesting yes um it is it's 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 all cool <laughs> like yeah jing's like Let, yeah i'm gonna make a game and he does and it's a, it's it's a good game <laughs> that i want to play kind of not really um, so anyway, they run, they go out into the wild and start running into monsters who, um, are weird and need specific ways to beat. And yeah, we get the part where you mentioned earlier, Bisky's watching them and, and she's like, um, she's, her inner monologue is giving, um, like explaining the puzzle cause she's, and also like showing the gap between them and her. Yeah. And the of part course, where yeah. she says like, or Kila was like, Oh, we, we, the one monster we fought was rank G. This one was probably rank a. And basically like wrong. It was rank E. And it just shows yeah, like, she's, how far they have to go. Well, yeah. She's already uh, like got the card for it. And I guess it also ties into that idea we've talked about before, where it's like, if you are below someone, you're, you, you're only so capable of like telling how, the, what the difference is in power is like specifically this this is like early really early in Ensha with uh when Sasuke assumed Gara was as fast as Kakashi which is obviously not true but you know being below them he in speed he couldn't tell so um similar idea and yeah Bisky like immediately like you know before she she was doing the weak girl act and now she's coming in with like this authority and like knowledge and like hey do this and then she 
she basically starts training them immediately um like i think even later she's like um saying that she'll she'll train them or they at or what was it um yeah i guess they they do the deal and she's like well i'm already training you or something like that um (laughs) and i also love the gag where it's like Gon, like, the, Gon, uh, Bisky tells them her age, and Gon's like, wow, you're 57 years old? And <laughs> Killua's like, you're ancient! And she just, and he just gets, like, slapstick punched. <laughs> and that kind of happens multiple times. Because <laughs> he, he has no sense. <laughs> and we also get, uh, Beanolt, the, uh, the murderer, uh, the bounty hunter. And <laughs> Beanolt's also really good. Yeah, this fight. Ah, uh, this was one of those. I so there there are a couple. I feel like there were a couple different connections I had thought of with regards to this. One of them being, um, it does the the two on one thing again. So it kind of I I don't know if it's necessarily a callback, but it definitely shares parallels to the fight with Netero on the blimp back in the Hunter exam. And a cool difference there is that when Netero, you know, in the conflict with him, uh, when Kilo realizes that he's outmatched. He gets pissed off and he leaves. Um, but yes. here, you know, but, but of course it's Gon who uses the chance to like keep training and improve his abilities. Uh, mm-hmm. So then here, when Gon is like, hey, don't finish him off now. We still have time. Let's use this. Uh, Kilua doesn't, you know, Kilua backs off and he's like, okay, yeah, that's smart. Let's go ahead and use this. So that way we can take him one-on-one. So Kilua is kind of able to, it's a, it's a little bit of, a little bit of character progression, a little bit, a little bit of growth. Yeah. Yeah. He's not seeing Benolt as an enemy. He's, like, going along with Golden's pace. See, I thought you were going to mention how, like... Because Benolt himself, he, like... You know, he seems like, oh, he's this he's this murderer. Oh, he's going to want to kill these kids. And then he, like... He uses his power on Bisky's hair. And, like, he recognizes how capable in, um, she is. And now he stops being a murder, murdering bounty hunter. And he wants to fight her as a martial artist. Yeah. Like, and so he, he immediately, like... He very quickly, you know... It, it, He's not just like a one note guy. He's a bit more nuanced than that, and uh, it's <laughs> he gets wrecked. But uh, um, it, 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 I don't know. I, I like Benolt. Um, he's good. Um, it's also the other parallel I was thinking of um, was in regards to Razor because Razor is another criminal guy. Like, I thought like about, yes, I was, uh, well, yes. Where, um, you know, they both right. have, their, yes. they both have their, like, troubled paths and reason things that led them down to this point. For Beanolt, you can see that he's kind of a guy who was, you know, like, he, he was, <sighs> like, he was born in the slums, and he was kind of, he ends up just sort of being conditioned by society to become this outcast and this murderer. And that doesn't right. make him like, a good uh, person, because there is a, he's got no, some, I mean, the whole thing about, like, yes. eating the people's hair sounds kind of creepy, um, and there are just other <laughs> things about him. Uh, obviously the fact that he's a murderer, um, not good, but you know, he, he's, you know, he has like the internal monologue, like he just wanted to be a normal person. Um, and so even in the end, and it ties into a line that Razor says later where he says, you know, even if just one person believes in you, that's enough for you to like have a chance to change and talk no jutsu. I mean, um, Well, and that's what I thought, because, like, I, w- I also tied those together, because I was like, oh, Re- uh, Razor's Lion tries to be Nult. And I also feel like it has potential to tie again through, because at the end, he kind of, like, oh, yeah, uh, like, once again, right. like, yeah, because he's also this, like, we don't know, again, we, we know nothing about Genthu, really, um, but he, he you know, he he's a murderer, um, 
I, you know, I, I'm not, I, I don't know if everything has gone right for him either, but like, Gon was like, like, they went into the fight prepared to have, to, like, they didn't want anyone dead. And, you know, just completely away, you know, not what Genthru is. And they ended up like, and he, he sort of like, he chilled out and had an interesting reaction to that, I think. And it was similar. So I don't know if he's ever going to show up again, but it, it would be, uh, interesting to see if he has a sort of Benolt moment where he's, he calms down a bit. Um, even, cause he, even though he was this like horrible sadistic killer who, and yeah, that's a, we, we don't see Benolt's killings. We only see the, the, the normal version of this or this version of him where he's, uh, being used for training. But I, no, I, I definitely picked up on that idea and it's, it's, it's good. It's good. It's smaller, but it's still good. <laughs> It'd be really interesting um, to see Genthru come back now, especially to see like how people would react to that because some people consider him to be an underwhelming antagonist compared to, other yeah, Alexander did a whole video on it. Yeah, <laughs> well, because uh, see, because I've heard people say like, oh, um, One Piece, um, uh, you know, it it caused this preconception that like, oh, all villain villains need good like tra- backstories or something like that, which isn't just One Piece, by the way. And but One Piece is also like a a symptom, uh, like a uh, you know, not a symptom, like a symptom of the issue of thinking that we're with Hody Jones. Hody Jones is fucking great. We did a whole podcast. It's like our most viewed Nen Show episode is the one of us extolling fish, fish uh, about how great Fishman Island is. Um, and Benolt, or not Benolt, uh, you know, Genthru, I think, like, I don't, um, he offers plenty to the arc, even though he's very similar to Hody in that, like, yeah, he doesn't have a backstory or anything. Like, he's just this, like, he, we don't know what cards he wants. We don't know. He just wants to win Greed Island his way. And it's the, you know, th- thematically, it's the wrong way. So he's the antagonist. And like that's it, but he's he's I think he's really effective at that. And yeah, like you said, there's a possibility he might show up again and more redeemed because of like how he ties to Razor and Benolt. And <laughs> so I think yeah, I think Enthru's good. I you know I understand why he he doesn't stand out as much co- compared to like Crollo or Meruem. Yeah, I do but, think like, it's also interesting that you drew the Hody Jones comparison because where I think I think there's more nuance to Hody Jones because there's the whole inherent discussion of like of you know fishman like island race- is a really interesting arc yeah yeah the whole like race <laughs> and he ties into it really well stuff. and hody jones adds like some nuance to that because of like the perspective he offers even on top of him just kind of being what a seemingly kind of like evil unnuanced bad guy like there is nuanced in that but with, like, Genthru... Yes, like, there's, you know, more, he, there's something that to, adds to it, yeah. Like, if we were going to talk about, like, oh, a, a good antagonist needs to have, like, you know, character development, or, like, they need to have these certain personality traits, or they need to show humanity or whatever. Like, if we talk about um, uh, even just the Phantom Troop, who we we just came off of, they're, they're a totally different... Like, they're a totally different beast compared to Genthru, where, like, the Phantom Troop, yes, they do have these these inner dynamics and they do have that sort of like humanity to them even if it's kind of a twisted humanity and we see all the evils they're capable of we do see that there's more of like a good to them whereas with greed mm-hmm. island we don't get that from genther until the very end because it is yes. a bit more of like a simpler arc as far as like good and evil is concerned and i mean like there are shades yeah, of gray like alexander there. did his whole video on that where he's like talking about the tone uh, balancing where how greed island it it is a like lighter point after York knew, which had like massacres and, uh, you know, nihilism with Krolo's, you know, I, I, how he sees the world, and then Chimera Ant, which is, uh, yeah, we, we'll yeah, get that, there. That does, oh boy. It, that does make it a really good, a really good balance from that perspective. But also, just as far as like the ideas that Greed Island is exploring, you know, would Genther being a more nuanced character 
I mean, because Genther even does kind of get some character development by the end, so it's not like he, he has, like, a flat character arc or anything. Um, so I don't know, mm-hmm. like, I don't know if giving him more of a... Because he even does have... I guess now that I think about it, he does kind of have some more humanity in there because he, he t- with the, uh, Sub and Bara, his two minions, he's like, yeah, oh, we all share comrades. the same amount they... of risk. Um, which, like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if that really contributes or takes away from his role in the arc, but either way, you know, he, he fulfills the role he's, he needs to do, and, I you know, him being anything more might have made him less of an effective character. I don't know. Like, it's weird to say yeah, that, but as far as, like, Myself characters as kind of a device within the story. Um, I don't know. Cause even go like coming back to this arc, I, 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 I found more to appreciate about it. And I found more to appreciate about Genthru even. Yeah, no, I found a lot to appreciate. Like, um, and yeah, Genthru, Genthru I think is very effective for the arc. Um, like, is he, you know, yeah, I understand him not being considered, like, one of the best villains in Hunter x Hunter. You know, I don't think a villain who, yeah, is ultimately kind of, like, you said, as a device in that way is going to. But, like, that's also kind of, like, a small-sided picture. Like, just looking at a villain as a villain is, like, ignoring the fact that they're in a bigger story, you know? Like, um, because, yeah, it might be better for him not to show up. Like, as interesting as it might be, like, I feel like if Togashi was going to do it, then he'd have, like, an interesting idea in mind. But it's... Also, like, yeah, if he doesn't show up, that's fine. And if there were more details, then we're kind of, like, going to think, like, oh, is he going to show up again? Are we going to get more context into this and why? But we don't get that probably possibly very well because it doesn't matter, you know? And because, like I said, what Genthru offers in itself is good, is great for the arc, which is, like I said, my personal favorite so far. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> A defense of Genthru. <laughs> Wait, no, Alexander already did that. That's literally what it was called. I think, um, but yeah, because even kind of how to try try and tie it back to kind of how we got here, like even the fight, the dodgeball game with Razor is, I don't know, because at first I would have definitely told you that the dodgeball game with Razor was a better fight than the final fight, but now that I think about it, the way that the final fight, like the way that Genther's powers are themselves, like the ultimate culmination of you know, the training that Gon and Killua do to master the basics of men and how, like, the w- where he applies the power in areas and how the how that gets defended mm-hmm. and the way that... The things that says about Gon and even the way that, like, Genther's personality is kind of reflective of certain aspects of Gon. Like, when he even says... He has the thing about, like, oh, when you're when you're bargaining, you have to show just how crazy you are. But then later, <laughs> when he's fighting Gon, he's like, oh, you're kind of like me. You're a, li- you're a little insane. Um... <laughs> Which, there's an interesting parallel there. Um, even if it's, you know, not, like, full-fledged, gone is this mass-murdering psychopath like like Genthru. Um, maybe psychopath wasn't the word, but I don't know. Yeah, no, I gotcha. I understand what you're, what you're getting at, at least. But, um, no, yeah, and I have things to say about the Genthru fight, too. That may, may, maybe if you haven't thought of them, you'll appreciate them more. <laughs> but we'll, we'll get to that, so... I feel like we'll get to that is, like... One of the most commonly phrased, uh, said phrases after, like, um, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, they do, the, yeah, they do the training with Benolt, which we already kind of talked about how, like, yeah, uh, Gon. Oh, yeah, yeah, more um, about Gon's kind of weird personality. Um, or not, not weird personality, but it's just kind of the more childish morals that he kind of has, because obviously here's this guy who is like no he's he's a murderer he has done he has done these terrible things and gone even like after the training is over he like bows his head and he's like hey thanks uh 
you know, we, we were able to learn from yeah. you. We improved with your help. And so, like, even though that it's the, the like, blank slate that Gon is, where even if somebody has this negative reputation, uh, has literally killed people and done all these crimes, Gon is still like, well, he, he did us a favor, so he can't be all bad. But it, it is tied into the whole... There's a degree to which that's tied into the... Um, the bigger picture? Yeah, the bigger picture of, like... Um, well, I mean, being tied into the bigger picture of, like, stuff we'll find out more in Chimera Ant. Um, but as far uh, as, you gotcha. know, the, the whole redemption thing with Razor and stuff, because, you know, Beanalt's not only does he kind of get exposed to Gon's just pure optimism, uh, I guess you could call it, and that that is... That. <laughs> pure good boy. Yeah. Yes. So that that's kind of what... That's part of what... Um, you know, kind of changes his mentality, and he's like, I'm gonna go turn myself in. Uh, yeah. And it, it's good. <laughs> like, he's gonna try and do better, just because this one kid uh, looked at him, and not, didn't make that fucking face, like, ah, his backstory hurts a little bit, <laughs> um, even though it's just like, what, three, four pages? Like, uh Yeah, it's another thing, it's another thing that makes Hunter Hunter really good, is that, like, even this character, who doesn't he doesn't even really matter like he comes up and he has this little conflict he's around for maybe two chapters but you even get the little backstory with him and it's not even that much time to elaborate on the backstory but it's enough to enough to make you care enough to make you feel for the guy and that's this is togashi it's more i feel like every no, time there's something stuff, good I, i'm I just it. like the, the smaller <laughs> details on the way to the destination um <laughs> It's okay. Those re- repeated lines are just the smallest, de- smaller details on the way ah! to the destination. <laughs> um, anyway, so training done. They finally get to Masadora, and Visky's like, "Okay, we're leaving." <laughs> yeah. Um, it's for more training because she she knows what she's doing. Like, because she trained their mentor. Like, she's you know. I want to say, like, unlike many of the, like, major hunters, like, like, we've seen since Heaven's Arena, where it's, like, like, even the Phantom Troop was kind of caught off guard by how, like, skilled Gon and Killua are, and they, you know, um, and they're, like, experts in their field, so, like, but Bisky, like, 100% has the basics down, probably because she trains so many people, you know, so, or at least Wing and these two, but, um, so, I don't know, she's just, she's a good mentor. (laughs) And yeah, I like the I like the way that her training kind of starts off, where she's like, "Okay, we're going to Masadora. Okay, we're going back to the Badlands. Okay, we're going back to Masadora. But this time you have to dig your way through. Okay, now we're going back to the." <laughs> and then then she has she shows the results of their training with, uh, "Okay, now you have to f- beat all the monsters that you were fighting." Um, uh, but, and like then the whole thing about like when they try to sleep and she like has them hold the rocks above their heads, and Kill is just like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, I'm used to this." And gone, <laughs> poor gone is just like. <laughs> but also poor Kilo. He has to learn the hard way. <laughs> yep. Um, and but of course, it's, it's I such guess a good bot- contrast or... between the two because even just like yeah, for, no. for the gags and like the tonal levity, like even if there is more of like the darker undercurrent, that like oh Kilua, he's used to all this torture because he's been tortured. Um, yeah, they play off each other well. Mm-hmm. And I was gonna say like I guess like Bisky <laughs> making them fight the monsters also kind of leads to her you know, like, her realizing, or, or, no, maybe it was earlier, or, about her talking about how, like, oh, yeah, this is the, uh, you know, the game is supposed to help train, you know, or, I forget when, exactly, 
But uh, oh no, that was that was during the the fighting the monsters when she said, yeah, oh yeah, Jing probably made this game to train his son. Um, and of course, yeah, that helps into why she goes along with them. Um, with the uh, playing the game the way it's supposed to be played, which ends up paying off for her because she gets her she gets her jewel. <laughs> also, she becomes Ponytail Bisky, which is um, <laughs> second best Bisky. Uh, first best is uh, Chimera Ant Bisky with the really fluffy outfit. That looks great. It's a good outfit. <laughs> it is very good. Um, I also think it's kind of interesting how Togashi just kind of handled the change because it, for, for a while he had, um, you know, the pigtail that got kind of like cut by uh, Venolds. Yeah. And then, and then at one point he just randomly switches over to the ponytail. I, I feel like, yeah, he, which I mean, honestly, like maybe that's probably cause he realized like, Oh, you know, she's a pretty appearance focused character. You know, she wouldn't like just go around with that. Um, so maybe it just feels more sudden because it's in manga form. Whereas like the anime probably mm-hmm. had a scene showing her like switch, you know, changing her hairstyle. True, Even just like true. the fact that the change is animated as opposed to in the manga where it's just like, here's a panel where she has, you know, the, the cut pigtail then or, or twin tail or whatever the heck it's called. And then you flip a page and oh, now she's got the single ponytail. Mm-hmm. So anyway, as there's a lot of training, um, it goes from zero to hundred real quick. <laughs> when Genthru sort of un- he's the bomber and holy shit, because you're like we're close at hand, and he's like, yeah, I'm the bomber. Uh, you all have bombs in your bodies. Um, oh look, I I almost killed this guy, but if you notice, he's he's actually still alive. And it's just like Jesus fuck, Jesus fuck, Jesus fuck. Like it's and then yeah, he murder like he he barters with them all. He gets all the cards, and then he fucking just murders dozens of people in, oh, a, in God, a horrific double yeah, that, that, I was not expecting spread. the page turn and the full page spread. Oh, God. Oh, God. <sighs> it's hor- incredibly graphic, and, like, of course, we're, oh, yeah, we're going to release your uh, 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 your bombs. Nope, it that's the opposite of what happens. <laughs> Especially because like, Togashi with Hunter Hunter doesn't do a whole lot of two-page spreads. Uh, true, like, true. It's very it packed in. Yeah, Although in this um, arc he did do quite a few, he, there were quite a few two page spreads to really like convey the gravitas and the impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> like I said, zero to hundred because I was just like, like, because you, you get like the fun character interactions. Like they, 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 ha- there was a whole like murderer and there, and it still like ends up being like this you know light thing with his redemption and stuff. And then it's just oh here's Genthru. like the recurring character we saw with uh, whose name I can't remember. Um, like he just like gets killed and he's like here you go here's his head in a bag like oh yeah uh. fucking brutal um yeah, it's also part of the uh. thing where like because togashi will give enough you know will give like extra care to some of these characters who are around for short periods of time when you see a character get like a name and a face it's like oh maybe they'll be kind of important but then now togashi will just as easily uh, throw them to yes. the wolves and kill them off or whatever. Uh, yep. So anyway, as they're doing, uh, going to kill or doing more training, we get the moment with the Phantom Troop coming to the island manually, um, and they get the uh, the Game Master hit with the Game Master card and separated. And yeah, we get, like you said, the foreshadowing with Razor's powers where he just blows up their ship easily. Like... <laughs> Oh, yeah, and then there's also, um, I'm just looking back at, at some of these Genthru scenes again, and there's the fact that, like, his, his power 
like part of his restriction to you know make the power stronger is that he has to explain it to people which is you know sometimes certain manga have yes. a, have a problem of like oh characters explaining their powers to each other or explaining their actions and motivations to each other when it doesn't necessarily make sense to do so uh, but here's one right, where he, it, it he is like taking a the convention right. of the of the magazine or of the the format and like using it in a way that feeds into yes. the story. Right, because it makes his ability stronger, sense of limitations. So it's just yeah, I, I I definitely thought about that when talking about that last time, and it's it's good. <laughs> um, oh yeah, there's a moment where uh, Gon's uh, coming up with his uh, his special move, and he's like, I, I, okay, so I, I overall I like the Viz translation. Um, it does bug me how they translate, um, like. John Ken pa- John Ken Pon, where it's like John Ken Rock, John Ken Paper, like John Ken Pon is Rock Paper Scissors. <laughs> so I, I don't know, it bugged me a little bit because it, it's not consistent. I guess is the uh, it, it is my- it is an interesting, it's an interesting translation because there are certain um, there are certain words that they'll keep. Um, like they don't just call it sparring; they specifically referred to uh, I don't remember what the word was. But they were spe- specifically referred to like a certain the slow motions martial arts one. You mean? Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. The, yeah. Yeah. So um, there's some stuff that's yeah, like definitely it's, like yeah. culturally relevant, and so keeping the term makes sense. Um. And like I understand why they would keep. I understand why they kept it as you know like the John Ken because uh it tied into like there was a play on words with like Jocken and like the history of where things came from and like the demonic martial arts and stuff. Um, yeah, and then there's also the like, well, just the fact that the the three John Ken Pawn is like, yeah, there's like the two the three syllables are different, but then they all end with the N sound. Where rock paper scissors don't sound alike at all, so it's less like it's less fun to say. It's like imagine if Kamehameha was called Turtle Blast Wave, like it just doesn't doesn't really work the same way, you know, or whatever the actual like translation is. So, but like they also try to keep the uh, rock paper scissors element in there. And yeah. so it comes out across as kind of like mixed in a way. I just, I just personally like don't care. And like, yeah, I don't even, I'm not even 1% sure which like John Ken, um, pawn, like which one is which for sure. But like, um, I don't know. I just don't think it sounds as good to say John Ken paper or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, this also, you know, it's not a major deal. It's just like dub of Dragon Ball, which I came across the other day as I was working on some sort of video or this was a while back actually, but now they, they like kept the term, but they just pronounced it Jankin. And I was like, uh, <laughs> so every That's time, go, every time Goku would go to use his, his fist of the rock, paper, scissors, he's always like, I'm going to use my Jankin technique. And I'm just like dying. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I do like how gone has his like, uh, he has his rock form down, where he j- it's just like a giant fucking punch. Um, but then it's like he's like paper. How do I meant Nen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh. Um. Then we get the uh, Killua sort of. Hit, um. You know, they talk about like, oh yeah, you got to take the hunter exam. So they get do the quest to get him off the island, so he can do that. Oh, that's right. Uh, Gon and Bisky meet the uh, exorcist who was able to, um, who who tells them about the uh, the uh, bomber in the hopes that you know the information gets some, you know, at least someone gets it out because he kind of comes out after come back afterwards and talks about how like, um, you know, oh, you're just the only players I happen to be able to meet. So, 
whatever. So like he's like, oh, you're the, my only hope. But he, you know, flattering them a bit. But it's uh, nah, that wasn't that severe. But uh, you know, there was just my only option. And then he does the exorcism on his uh, ability with his ability. So, which in itself like isn't super major. Like it's I guess this is uh, the first time we see Nen beasts. Um, oh, I don't, you're right. I'm yeah. To... Yeah, because um, he makes one out of the Genthru's ability. And though he still needs to uh, do the, uh... yeah, at the end he comes in and uh, I caught the bomber and like Genthu's just kind of like, what the, what was that? And he just leaves. And of course he's going to get his uh, payday with uh, a certain other exorcism. <laughs> but that's uh, much later. I think it's also kind of interesting in how, um... now that I think about it, it's kind of interesting in how it ties into another character who has an ability that can uh, undo certain things. And people, I remember there being some, some like controversy about like, oh, this is a uh, ass pull power up, uh, or not even a power up, but. <sighs> ass pull ability? Yeah. Is that during the, re- or I, I think I know who you're talking about. Is that during the, uh, the, the election? chapters we'll be reading? Right? Perhaps. I didn't uh, hear you. Okay. Never mind then. We'll talk about it at one point, I'm sure. I don't know why anyway, I'm being um, cryptic. <laughs> <laughs> you forget that sometimes I am the fool. And I just don't know what you're alluding to. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so um, Kilua meets the uh, uh, Kirikos, right? Is that yeah. what they're called? Okay, yeah, and they're like, I also think like, it's, hey, it's, it's, it's a like cool going. tie-in, because even like when they had left the hunter exam, the Kirikos were like, hey... Um, you know, like, come back and see us again someday. And it's not quite like Gong goes back himself and does it, but, but Kilua goes there. So there's, like, a connection that, you know... Yes. We're able to point Kilua in the right direction. And it's like, eh, it's And good. through that, and, like, Kilua even, like, hey, let me tell you about my adventures with Gon. So, you know, he hangs out a few days with them, and they, they get a bit of Gon, even though they don't uh, actually get to meet him again. And, uh, you know, they help him find the exam. There's also the part where they, they go to get cards and... Yep. The, the person's like, oh, we just got a new shipment. And it's like, oh, that's sad. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, they did. But anyways, yeah, they finally get their first spells and where Killua goes on to do the exam again. And we get a, get a few little cameos, like we see that one tree of brothers, uh, Tonpa's trying to stay out of sight. Um, there's at least one panel with the uh, the one sumo, like uh, Ponzu and the sumo wrestler um, who was uh, who had the little character arc in the second phase with food. Um yeah, it was kind. Of, it was kind of cool that, um, you know, there was specifically like that one shot. Like, there's you see Zapile hiding behind the dialogue bubble. <laughs> um, but yeah, you get you get you get some cameos from the first hunter exam, and it's like, oh hey, that's Togashi remembered to put these people in here. They came back. Although it's also kind of sad because you consider yeah, especially someone like Ponzu. Like, oh, she came back, and oh, she she also lost. Like, I didn't even remember she was here for this. I remember her making a cameo later. But uh, not this one. Yes. Um, yeah, and then because Kilo, like I, I talked about it before with the sumo wrestler guy, where he's like, "Oh yeah, he, I'm gonna be try again with the hunter exam next year." Like he's been inspired to be a gourmet hunter, and then Kilo just destroys everyone. And like, cause yeah, the hunter exam has the try again thing, but uh, this one was particularly brutal. And they realized like how big the gap is, and uh, a lot of these guys uh, gave up, um, presumably. At least the you know. Um, the the one the three brothers did. Um, I think this stuff with Greed Island also kind of puts the Hunter exam kind of in a new light because you think 
way back in the hunter exam, like there were some people who had Nen, but for the most part, it was something you take before you really have an understanding of what that is, what that is. Or I guess it kind of just depends on where people are in their lives. Cause you obviously had people like Ilumi and Hisoka who already had Nen and they just kind of came back for formality's sake. Um, but yeah, like you, you have people in Greed Island who even have Nen, but there's also a certain ceiling from there. Like just because you unlock Nen doesn't mean that you necessarily, you know, are gonna are cut out to be a hunter. And so it's it's more interesting thinking about it when you have all these kind of mooks and or you know just these random nobodies in Gre in Greed Island who it makes you want like how do they ever become a hunter? Um, but they just kind of forgot the basics and they or they fell out of practice or training yeah. or whatever. Um, so it puts the, it puts mm -hmm. all the failures in the hunter exam kind of in a new light because like, they're not even cut out to be that. And so it does kind of, yeah. Like, cause hunters are the, like, I mean, even like, what was the rate to, to find the hunter exam? Like one in like one, 100,000 makes it to the hunter exam. And then out of those, like in this case, it was over a thousand, literally mm -hmm. one of them made it. And the last one, it was like closer to four or 500 and, you know, like seven made it, you know, like, we're talking like literally one in 10 million people is a hunter, you know, hunter worthy, basically. So uh, that was terrible math, I'm sure, on my part. Uh, I, I should have left it to the math whiz. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I really, but, I know, really like how this is like, it, I guess there is a bit of like, oh, false, false hope expectations of like, oh, these characters, we're going to see another hunter exam within Greed Island. But the, no, it doesn't happen because um, it would have been kind of hard to fit that into mm -hmm. this arc. Yeah, it's just a little, it's a little excursion, and that's fine. It's a, um, Kilo has his, his, his license, um, finally. And I think it's kind of funny how there's, like, one whole page that is just one drawing, um, but it's, like, cut out through multiple panels. So you get, like, the shot of all the guys on the floor, and then you turn the page, and it's, like, a close-up on the guy's face, close-up on the eyes, uh, back to the normal panel, um, there's another shot of the panel faded. Yeah, you're right. He he really uh, milked that one for all it was worth. Uh, but it's it, it's like it's it's very obvious how zoomed in it is. But other than that, like I think it's it it kind of works. Um, yeah. Well, because I mean, like there are similar it's... things like that where it's just dialogue and no art. So it's, in some cases, it's like, yeah. well, what would you even pair with this? Um, I I just find I think yeah, it is like... kind of, it is a, li a little something to meme on as when it's like the super zoomed in stuff, <laughs> and it's like I can tell this was a close up, but otherwise it's like not. It's such a minor thing that it's like it doesn't even matter. Yeah, and there's plenty of other good art throughout the arc, I think. So, um, and of course, this is the re I, I I don't know exactly when the the real art issues cropped up, aside from the meme panels, but uh, the ones that are post posted the most frequently from the mostly from the celebration, like those are the ones I really remember. I don't know when it started, but um, I, but I mean, these tricks have been happening since uh, Yu Yu Hakusho and throughout Hunter Hunter, so it's not like it's a yeah. you know. Um, though this one, like this specific one, like especially, especially the one with the the bigger panel with the like, you see the square borders of the smaller panel within. Like you can kind of see where it is the previous panel from the the, the page before uh, oh, that yeah. I haven't quite seen before. Um, I mean, I think he does some. There's like some other fading there to make it not quite as square, but like it's still pretty uh, square. <laughs> um. But yeah, because I know there were like the the. There was, uh, in volume 18, there was an author comment about, like, oh, I had to redraw a lot of this volume, too. But it's the the whole, like, I had to redraw a lot of this as well that is making me, like, okay, well, when did you have to start redrawing a lot of this? 
Yeah, we'd have to look through all the uh, the weekly chapters to really yeah, compare like, to if see. If you the... went to the is the Shonen Jump app, do they update it with the volume stuff after the fact, or is it only I'm... the scans? Well, I, I'm pretty sure no. It, so I'm not sure it where depends I have to on go to they, find these uh, weekly yes, releases. Because like, so if you go to the old One Piece chapters, like the Paramount War on the official Jump app, the the pages will be split. But um, if you go like, which uh, for me isn't a problem because I'm on desktop and I see both pages anyway. But um, the recent chapter and the, also the color pages are in black and white because it's basically the e volume. The the so um, but the more recent chapters were were published weekly, so they'll be co- they'll have cover pages back to like whole cake island or something i'm sure because they put out the chapter weekly but it also doesn't wouldn't have corrected art so it depends basically um and i but i, I don't I, I haven't i don't think they update it with the volume redraws if like they always got so um mm. for the current arc and hunter hunter would probably be the original weekly stuff um i could probably find a fan maybe translation somewhere where maybe it's not updated with the volume i don't know it's just more of like where could i find this if i'm curious yeah, you definitely want to try and find, like, like mm, see, a lot of the manga sites, okay, I guess that's kind of tangentially, very tangential, but a lot of manga sites are being taken down right now, and I know there was, like, a report that, like, yeah, Manga Plus's um, readership, like, du- like doubled after just Manga Stream and Jamini's Box, who were just doing the Shonen Jump translations weekly, like, um, so, kind of, off, very off topic, but kind of interesting in regards to what's happening uh, now, but, uh, anyway, back to the story, so... Kilo comes back, they talk about the cards for a bit, and realize they've encountered a player called Krolo Lucifer. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I cry like the bit where uh, they just like start a um, a conversation, and Bisky's like, like asking questions. <laughs> Who's Karapika? What are you talking about? Tell me what's going on. <laughs> and she just gets mad. I love her. <laughs> um... But yeah, um, the Phantom Troop realizes that uh, Greed Island happens to be east of York New, so they suspect that the Exorcist is there. Um, and of course, yeah, Hisoka. <laughs> and they, you know, they guess that uh, Hisoka was hired by Krolo to find the Exorcist because it's a mutual desire of theirs to uh, for Krolo to have his Nen back. I forgot that Karapika had popped back up again later into this arc. Yep, just... Uh, Oh yeah, because we get, we see the Nostrade family, the Nostrade family, where uh, the boss is losing his shit because he doesn't have his daughter doesn't have his, her ability anymore, and uh, he's he's been so reliant on this power that isn't even his. Like she's just kind of like, huh, it doesn't come out anymore, and he's like losing his mind because he's about to lose his empire, and Karapika's because just like, you know, has nothing to say. Um, yeah, and I guess that's interesting. Um... He kind of he kind of connects to uh, Batara in that regard because it's another person who, yeah. you know, kind of uses using other you know using other people or you know using his fortune to kind of go after a thing because he can't do it himself or whatever and you know and falls apart for him. Mm-hmm. Right. But anyway, um, Golan shows off the work he's done on his ability where he's got a uh, um. You know he's 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 able to cut a twig with his nen uh, with scissors, and he can he can shoot out a little ball of nen like uh, yeah, he slowly. A, he, well, he and... can cut a twig with his nen uh, one in ten times. <laughs> yeah, um... but yeah, it's real. It's really cool anyway, seeing or... that that power progression and seeing it slowly slowly take shape. Yeah, no, it's cool. And then um, 
anyway, now that their Kilo is back, they actually decide to uh, like they to go play the game, and we just see them get a, do a bunch of quests. Like they get the beetle, um, the the gold dust girl who they rescue easily, and then like once uh, she gets rescued, like she she's just back there again, yeah. so someone else can do the quest, which is very MMORPG. Like that, it's it's funny. Um, it's perfect, rather. I also thought it was kind of funny when um, when Kilua was away, and they Bisky and Gon were looking at some cards, and they're like, "Uh, what do we, what do we do with these?" And they're just they just don't know what to do, and they just like can't function. And we're like, "Ah, oh, I wish Kilua were here." And then when Kilua comes yeah, back, he... they actually figure out what to do. I guess I forget if Bisky what her men type is, but you know, you know, it makes because Gon's he's an enhancer, so he's just kind of kind of kind of kind of simple. Um, though it's funny that Bisky's like that too, even though she's like literally 45 years older than them so well i don't know what was bisky a transmuter because i know there was the comment about her also being a liar which is you know he's so because a transmuter kilo was a transmuter because her her actual nen ability is like nothing related to her fighting ability at all like it's like i think it (laughs) oh she she is a trans transmuter um so you're correct uh, about the yeah, because she yeah, she's a liar. Like she, her ultimately, her personality is like like when when they get to the uh, the dodgeball match, she's like putting on the weak girl act. <laughs> okay, yeah, her abilities are um, they are transmutation and manipulation. So, um, but they they, like, they don't have to do anything to do with her fighting style. So, <laughs> where she just punches <laughs> martial arts. I like how Kilua's gambling habit comes up again in this arc. <laughs> and I also like the one particular panel where it does the slapstick thing of a character getting, like, blown away. But instead of a punch, it's just, like, Kilua throwing out, like, the poker cards. And the guy's just like, ah. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> and of course, I didn't notice that. That's funny. Of course, Kilua, even uh-huh. though he finds out that, like, oh, the guy just died using a risky dice. Um, he's like, well, just just one more. Just one more time. And then obviously Bisky knocks him out. <laughs> and, and he he just loves those risky dice. Like if if not for him wanting to help Gon, then uh, which is I guess I didn't bring it up, but that's like why he was finally able to pass the hunter exam. He has a desire, even if it's not for himself, basically. Oh yeah. Um, but um, yeah, because like he was definitely thinking about oh we could get fickle genie and uh, risky dice, and they're just like stop, <laughs> stop, Kilowa, just like. He's trying to, like, roll the die, and they're, like, grabbing his wrist, like, trying to pull it. No, don't. <laughs> yeah, I like the, pa- the panels with his cat faces, but especially the one where it's, like, Bisky behind him with the chop, and she just has, like, the super happy face, but it's like, no. It's very clearly, like, uh... And the next panel, like, yeah, they're both, they're, they're just leaving, and she's like, on to the next town, and he's just like, he's dead. He He's dead. <laughs> uh... Oh, they also can't realize that player. there's a bunch of players who are probably stuck and can't get to the real world, but now that they're at the point where they can pretty easily get leave cards, um, they can, you know, they get a bunch of cards for you know, trading their leaves, and they, like I think, yeah, I think they get, yeah, they get half the cards on just in like just like a few, like they get the the Green Island takes place over the course of like a few months, I'm pretty sure, because um, there's just so much time skipping. Well, yeah, because um, they start in September, and when Kila gets back from the hunter exam, they're like, hey, it's New Year's. And it's like, whoa. You're right, yeah. Um, and even then, like, a couple more weeks, if not a month, pass after that. <clears throat> yeah. 
So, um, another, another arc that takes, it's a training arc, so of course there's a lot of, like, York knew, by comparison, was only a few days, um, so, like a week, maybe. Yeah, I feel like there's potentially an idea of, like, how, because the more I, the more I keep thinking about it, there's, you can almost divide Hunter Hunter up into, like, two different kinds of stories, there's, like, the Gone section of the story, and then there's, like, the Karapika, and I already kind of talked about how, you know, like, when Gone is the main focus, it's more, it has more of, like, the training arcs uh, sort of feel to it, and it's about, like, mastering the basics and focusing on the details and stuff, whereas, like, with Karapika, it's more about, it's more about, like, the flash, the spectacle, um, and obviously in York New, Karapika took shortcuts. Uh, I'd need a little more material with Karapika to be able to, you know, really have any more, like, meat to dig into with that idea, but I feel well, like... Are you gonna catch up with the manga when we finish, do you think? Or... Probably, because if I don't um, do it now, I won't do it ever. Because <laughs> I, I know I am, because I'm behind. I've been cut up, so... But, uh... But, yeah, um... Hopefully, the arc will finish, so we'll be able to do an end show on it. Um... So, anyway, moving on. Um... This is good. Uh, so Gary and Genthru sort of have a bit of a talk or contact at one point because they're talking about how they're um, like have the, they their respective monopolies, and they they sort of agree to a trade. Um, then we get the moment that you talked about earlier with Genthru um, using the, and the risky dice with the guys um, to try. They're trying to get the uh, Alexandrite, and of course, yeah, Genthru willing to share the risk and using the risky dice himself. Um, because instant, you know, so in place of like, so he's not he yeah, he's basically the leader, but he's not like more important than his comrades who like oh we'll use the dice because it's too important for the 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 randoms and but no Gentu takes it so good good moment. Um, then we get the uh, trade with Suzgera who uh, gets robbed, um, and some of his monopolies are broken. Meanwhile, uh, Gon and Killua um, realize. They get the Alexandrite because from the bandits because they realize what they're supposed to do. Oh, and then we get the the meeting I talked about earlier, right? Just like because like yeah, they're doing the information trading, and I think there's one. Uh, well, where's the line? Um, oh, the 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 one girl says that. Oh, you could just buy any rank B card at a trade shop after you if you shop at enough times, which is something they hadn't done yet. And it's just like stuff like that, like secrets and. <laughs> Um, that, you know, they don't know because they don't have this experience, but they also know other things because of, like, they got the, the information from the Exorcist, and, uh, they learned about the Wild Luck Alexandrite, which apparently was, you know, no one had talked about it before. And there's just, like, the back-and-forth bickering where the girl is like, yeah, th th we don't really need them here, they're not really gonna contribute much, and they're like, by the way, we know Genther's ability, and we also have one of the cards they need, and then, then Kilo is like, no, 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 you gotta give us some information. <laughs> Right, and then, like, Killua is, like, trying to, like, squeeze him for everything they can get, and Gaunt work on. like, no, I'll just tell them, like, <laughs> uh, and, of course, they ultimately go to search and find, um, Strip of Beach, and they, they've, they're able to trigger the, uh, the quest to get it, um, and they have their first encounter with the pirates, who are not NPCs, they're, like, real people, as we find, which I didn't, um, I forgot about, um, until it came up. But uh, guess we're getting into the the, the razor fight, um, which is barely. I guess I guess it's a fight. I like how with the chapter titles he does like part one, part two, and then there's like an a, a little in between where the chapter titles are different because they're 
you know, they have to like recompose and get a new group and stuff. And then it got, and then it just resumes with part three. <laughs> um, also, I don't know if, um, it, or if, if you had it in yours, uh, let me find my, I, th- I think there were like three or four chapter one seventies, honestly. Yeah, no, um, that was there too. I, I was okay. reading it and I was like, wait a minute. Didn't I just, <laughs> especially cause I was trying to get the reading done on time and I was like, wait a minute. But I thought, huh? Am I just reading backwards? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> and then it just jumps to like 176 randomly like that was re- really weird like there, one piece had the one like two chapter 25s um but this was a bit more extreme than that so it was just one of the because togashi will kind of stick to the same titles just in parts like they would change the it was weird because like the the part number changed so like they did change the title but the numbers got yeah, wrong. and I'd, I'd I'd wonder if it was like intentional, except it became like chapter one seventy six, and it's still like part like five or six or whatever. You know, say so I don't I don't remember, I don't know. but it was definitely like yeah, I don't I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> but anyway, uh, they do the Killua does the sumo thing where he uses the fire. Like they're 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 like Bisky, like kind I kind of like how she does it because it keeps her uh, uh, from making the dodgeball thing really easy. Um, like she doesn't help them basically like this is they're playing the game she's just a mentor figure like she's not just gonna do it for them um but like also she's hiding her abilities and capabilities which is super important for the genthru fight later because or she easily defeats the one dude because you know she was able to keep her her capabilities secret um yeah and like you kind of get that with killua and the 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 big sumo pirate because uh he uses the liquor uh, the alcohol on fire trick to avoid um Showing off his abilities for real, basically, um, which is uh, you know it's a uh, important in general because like you know you never I guess they never know who could be an enemy so or who will leak information even. Yeah, and then there's also just the the back and forth banter between him and the sumo guy, where afterwards he's like, "I'll kill you," and Kill is just like, "Oh," and he's got like that look. <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, you're gonna kill me, sure." <laughs> Yep, um, and then you kind of get like a, a chapter black twist where it's like, oh, Razor and the Fourteen Devils. No, he is all Fourteen Devils, kind of like Sensui and his, you know, the seven um, people. But no, Sensui is all seven people. Like, um, but still in complete different. Where like Crollo more evokes like what Sensui was doing. Razor is just like, yeah, he has this ability where he can summon a bunch of numbered, uh, you know, Nen conjurations. Um, and of course, they you know they play it smart and just kind of learn what the games are, and because uh, it, it, it's 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 a it's a game they can just repeat the quest and you know they they go to gather some confident members you know instead of just the randoms who, um, you know they got their information, <laughs> uh, and of course they decide like hmm, we need a we need more strong players. Uh, let's go see who Crollo Lucifer Lucifer you know who who's that player is. I might be skipping ahead, actually. Uh, well, because I, th- I, nah. I do think that the little, like, boxing conflict is interesting in how um, it's, again, like, more of the exploration of men, but also just more about, like, the, like, how, make, being careful how you use your powers. Because the one guy steps in, he's like, oh, you, I, you're clearly an emitter because of how the, the thing you set up. So I'm going to use my emitter abilities, and I'm going to be stronger than you. But he, like, he does a lot of, like, rapid fire punches but they're all kind of weak punches whereas the one guy just focuses on the one uppercut and it so it's more about like using it yeah it's 
you know, effectively. Yeah, it's like it's powers. a true, but it's a trick within a trick kind of um, deception. As it turns, <laughs> and it also turns out like his weakness is actually close combat, even though he's the boxer. So, um, and of course, Bisky does the soccer thing, and she doesn't even try. She's like, "Wow, I, that was harder than I thought. I lose." <laughs> but anyway, so they use the uh, um, a company to find the Krola Lucifer, who is Hisoka. Who, um, <laughs> he's just, there's just some man service, uh, nothing much. I love Bisky's reaction because she's so, she loves it. <laughs> yeah, B- Bisky's very good. I also, the, the, the way that the manga does this one joke is interesting because, like, you have the dialogue bubble, bubble at the bottom of the panel, and then in the next panel, like, the dialogue bubble has moved up, but it's still, like, sen- it's strategically censoring. But uh, so it's like a joke within a joke. <laughs> or yeah, it moved, but it's still yeah. Because if it was in the same place, the panels would look almost identical, and it would probably be more like uh, you know jarring, perhaps, just to see the two of the same panels next to each other. But like it moves, so it changes the you know the composition of the panel enough. But it's still like it's, it's still censoring the the, the sensitive spot. So because um. I remember when I had first seen this scene in the anime, I was like, oh my god, like they're the character's eyes moved up. I can't believe they did that joke. But it's like, I wonder how the manga does that. And that's how the manga did it. And it's still funny. And then you have the other guy, you have Gorenu, who's just here. He doesn't know any of these people. Like, he doesn't know anything about Gonna Kill. He doesn't know who Isoka is. He's just like, who is this pervert? And he's like, I'm, I'm a little worried about hanging around these people. <laughs> and Hisoka can't even deny it. <laughs> He is a pervert in his own way. Um, but it kind of, like, you know, lies a bit about his, uh, what he's there for. Because, uh, oh, he's like, I'm looking for Krolo. But then he, um, like, he, he uses text for surprise on his player list to disguise that he's been encountering members of the troop. Um, but yeah, they ultimately do get Hisoka on their side. Because, um, he's just, well, you know, why not? Oh, they go to the town of, like, Romance where there's a bunch of, uh, NPCs in like cliche scenarios, <laughs> and Gon of course like tries to get involved because he sees like the most cliched one, and they're like, "Damn it, Gon!" <laughs> He's like, "Oh, you're harassing that girl. You better stop." <laughs> the obvious one that jumps oh, yeah, out to right. me, it's like there's or, the girl, there's the tsundere with the toast, and it's like, <laughs> uh, um, I also wanted to point out how like. Um, Killer was kind of thinking like, oh, weird. Um, you know, his or oh no, Hisoko is being about how like, oh, I don't have a, what's that? Uh, that was, a, and then he he has he's he's implying that he doesn't know about spell cards. But after the game ends, he just like uses spell cards. Oh, another thing I like is like he likes. He, there was moments where he's like, um, where like someone will say something, and he's like, I was going to say that. Like, um, where where's um, there there was definitely a moment here, um. Oh, that's right. Um, he was gonna. He wanted. like, oh, I, I get to tell them about exorcism, and then uh, they're they're like, oh no, we kind of already know about exorcism. It's like, damn, I wanted to be the one to tell you. <laughs> like, there was at least one other moment where it happened, but he, he like he like he wants to info dump and tell these kids like ever- interesting information, but they're like, no, nah, we already know that. And he's like, damn it, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah, it's also kind of interesting some of the the ways that Hisoka is kind of. Um... He's like contradicting his lies either without noticing that he's doing it or as um 
as Bisky said, like there are people who lie with a purpose and there are people who lie for no reason. And Hisoka's one of those people. Um, cause he, cause he's obviously <laughs> like, Oh, I'm looking for Krolo. So it's like, I'm here. I have something, you know, I have a goal to accomplish, but he's also like, eh, this town is an interesting place to go when you're bored. And Kilo's just like, why would you be bored if you have an objective? But also he's got, he's got his sneakiness. Like he's able to hide the names on his list. So they don't know that he came into contact with the troop. Yeah, Hisoka, like, he came up with the personality test, but he is the transmutiest transmuter, basically. <laughs> like, he just lies for no reason. Like, Kilo is, you know, mischievous and um, careful with his words, and, you know, Bisky has that too, but Hisoka is Hisoka. <laughs> um, but anyway, they uh, decide to uh, meet Suzgera to um, get more allies. <sighs> and there's a bit where, like, now the tables have turned uh show me your ren um and he's like okay i'll just jump and gone and kill him easily like hey let's try that um and, and he's like what the fuck and it's a good call back to like the start of the arc and it just shows how much gone and Kilo have progressed because before yeah, they didn't even know what the, what the code like they literally just showed their ren and he's like what why would you do that you don't even know when it's just code like, for like show me your says, abilities like, yeah um but then they, here they they've already surpassed his and he's like wait wait what he's like wait but they how yeah like well not only that but like he says they beat his record they beat his best jump height like he's rusty and they're above his peak in this like regard and they're doing it for the first time yeah he's just so um like if he were like at full capabilities i imagine he'd be you know um, it'd be a little different, at least in a fight. Like, this is just jumping. But, um, you know, at, generally speaking, yeah, he's he's rusty. And he's, uh, th- so that way he's, like, he's fighting alongside them, even though he, like, he's a, I think he's a one-star hunter. So he's, like, pretty experienced. But, um, you know, he's, again, like Bisky, he's not a- overshadowing them, which is good. Um, I also like how um, they start, uh, they start, like, figuring, they start planning out what, what the sport's, uh, challenges are going to be, and they're like, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, and um, Setsugeta is like, oh, go on, you're going to be my partner for the volleyball thing, and then we later get a cutaway where it shows like, uh, the training, and it's just like, you see Gon and like all the volleyballs scattered around, and he's like on the ground, and he clearly has like, no idea what he's doing, um, but it, it ties into, it, it, it ties into, um, uh, Setsugeta's character arc because he he he's able to see Gon being so earnest and honest in you know pursuing this stuff that he's like man I got to go back to the basics I got to start over because he got he, yeah, yeah he got no, rusty so he gets a little bit of character <laughs> right. progression too I like it yeah um, and then we get to the actual um, the the rounds like which go by pretty quickly um, the boxer gets beaten um, there's the thing with the the big guy who um he he breaks the rules of the the sort of play the the human NPCs and gets murdered uh cuz he he's like he's talking about how it's a game and you can't break you can't break the 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 kayfabe of it you know it's supposed to be like this is real this is an immersive world um and you can't do that um <laughs> but yeah it's sort of like he's like brutal immediately and we sort of get his you know his powers are uh, like cuz he's really freaking strong um, oh, there's a bit where he's like, oh, um, um, well, cause like, Golan realizes that he's like, you know, he's a, he's, um, a game master. He's pretty important. So he's like, oh, is Jing here? And oh, oh, your dad told me not to go easy on you. And he's got like a, 
He's got the closed eyes and he's got that like Gein thing where he's he's got the closed eyes, you know. And so he gets that like some really striking uh, panels where he's just like, oh, <laughs> horrifying um, or spooky rather is a better word. But um, and then but anyway, it's cool because like it's just dodgeball. But dodgeball like, is just like inherently cool. Like it's one of the coolest sports things. Like whenever, like I feel like that's maybe just like a stereotypical kid thing. But whenever there was like a gym class, and it's like let's just play dodgeball. Yeah. Let's just do that. So there, you. It is very hard to make dodgeball uninteresting. Um, but but then like no, this, this goes even further. Like it's dodge. It's dodgeball, which is inherently interesting, presented in an interesting way, and it's. It's ah, it's like a big, it's a non-battle battle, but it's it, ah, it's so good. <laughs> it's it's it, it's it practically becomes a combat sport. Exactly. <laughs> with without the net, because like Razor literally can kill people with this ball, um, and uh, like he um, like Suzuguera basically like he gets crippled like pretty quickly in, and like he points out like the only reason he didn't you know avoid he avoided fatal damage was because Kilo warned him like and this is the experienced guy um what i really like about razor specifically in the manga is that whenever he like gears up to do his throws he always takes up so much page page space like he's always getting at least like a single page if not a full two page spread of him just like powering up these throws and it really gives you a sense of weight that like when at, you know, like obviously we see that they that his throws can kill people, but the like the weight in the paneling is also conveying the sense that like there's a lot of power behind this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like even Hisoka has to like like he gets he catches one ball and um, he even points out like like or okay it was like rebounded too I think because he's like oh it only uh, messed up two of my fingers um, like. And this is Ahsoka, like, he was introduced as, like, on the level of the Phantom Troop, so, um, and they're not even, like, really just fighting, it's just dodgeball, so, jeez, um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's great, like, to see all these mechanics of Nen sort of come into play, like, um, Ahsoka's practically the MVP with, uh, um, like, his bungee gum, I think it gets a couple points, though, um, then there's also, like, the sort of conflict with, like, Killua, who's, like, He's being hurt, helping Gon with his, uh, you know, John Ken Pawn uh, punches, and Sizzagetta kind of realizes, like, you know, I could, damn, why am I not there with them? Like, yeah, that, that goes into his moment, because he's realized, like, you know, he has experience and skills that Killua doesn't have. He could, you know, he could do this in a way that wouldn't hamper Gon, um, but uh, he can't. But, um, and then Gon's like, I can't do this without Killua. <laughs> it's good. Uh, yeah, it's so good. I think this might be a conflict that I, pref- I mean, like I, I, I love what I love how it's presented in the manga. Like the use of, like I said, the use of page space is very good. Um, I do think this is this might be one conflict that I kind of prefer in the anime, just because the the music adds so much weight to it as well, and just the way a lot of it is animated, like the snappiness of some of the cuts, um, and mm-hmm. just you know it being maybe perhaps a bit more drawn out as well. Um, Cause like when, when Gon does his power ups and like the building is shaking and stuff and the lights are flickering, it's, it's a very well-directed scene. Um, so it like takes a good scene mm-hmm. and, it, and it makes it, it makes it gooder. <laughs> That's not a word. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, but yeah, like, I, like I, I, I really like it. It's really fun to read. 
Um, it's nice seeing all the mechanics. Like, I don't, I don't think there's like a ooh the themes. Like, no, it doesn't have that, which is something I do generally like in con- in you know fights or conflicts in general. Um, you know, but it's it's just yeah the art. Like again, it's the redrawn version. The art's good and like his the way yeah he uses more like big panels and two page spreads in this like um like um this the, like there's one that I'm looking at right now where it's got like. It's it's actually got like panels across the whole page, and it's like it's composed in a way that Togashi has like never done. Like it, it's so different style stylistically compared to um, and it's just yeah, it's really engaging and fun to read. And they they do it, they win the the, the match, and um, like again, kind of even kind of a, uh, almost anticlimactically because it's just like oh bungee gum, <laughs> like it, like I said, he's the MVP, even though like. Uh, it was a team effort as well, so I mean, like, I guess I guess it, that's it does the theme, have a theme is, or about, um, you know, like th- they're desiring like a total victory. Um, although I guess it mm, kind of comes okay. down to in the end where um, Razor is like, "Oh, Gon won't dodge this." You know, he he wants a total victory. He wouldn't he wouldn't want to win by by dodging this. But then he just passes out, which kind of still, I guess, shows that even <laughs> though Gon might want this thing, he still has a way to go as far as like attaining more power. Um, but then of course, like it, yeah. he's able to make up for the gap in strength with, with, with teamwork with, Go- with Killua and Hisoka and they're able to, right. It, it's, it's a good conflict. And also, um, the theme is friendship. <laughs> um, I, I, well, I forget who said it, but there was a good comment last time where it's like, that could be a tagline for the Nen show. It's like, it's about friendship. It's about friendship. Um, what were you, you going to say? Um, um, the other thing I was going to say though, on the topic of friendship, uh, it is, it, so that was a good segue. Um, uh, it could be how um, you know it again continues to add more to the di- the dynamic of Gon and Kilua, where um, you know perhaps there's a degree to which there's there's a bit of a toxic undercurrent to this, where like Gon says uh, or Kilua's hands get destroyed, and so he's like taking damage. Um, you know he's being hurt for Gon's sake, um, but Gon is like, well, I can only do it because it's Kilua. Um, and, I mean it's what it's what Kilua wants in this case, but. You know, it maybe g- gives a bit of a hint that you know perhaps there's it's not the not the the greatest dynamic for a friendship. Perhaps there's some some growth, some evolution that needs to take mm-hmm. place here, and um, that, that 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 never comes up again. Never gets yeah, because Killua is like hurting himself trying to help. <laughs> and I mean, like there there is a degree to right. which like th- there there's the trust there that like oh Gon is able to only go all out because it's Killua who's holding the ball because it's Killua who's supporting him. Uh, but there, yeah, there is a degree to which it's still kind of, it's still kind of a negative result for Kilua, even if it's what he wants at the time. But there, but it ties into self worth and stuff. And ooh, we'll get to, but there's more to say about that in the future. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I might be forgetting some things, but uh, you know, and we already kind of talked about like um, you know, Razor connecting to Benolt and Genthru through with the kind of like being redeemed thing and seeing being seen as a person despite having been sort of an outcast or um you know some or will you know being you know like he was a foreign he was one of the prisoners but um jing needed him um i might have said ging (laughs) i do that sometimes um but yeah they get the uh, plot of beach they're able to clone a couple copies to monopolize it um i feel like i'm missing something to that i should have mentioned but oh well i forgot um We've only been at this for over two hours, including a rather, um, a bit of a, a few minute uh, break, uh, or interruption, rather. But we're getting to the end. So yeah, Gon, um, uh, 
like basically they're kind of setting up the final conflict um because uh Sizgara can't like they're no longer at a state where they could actually fight genthu they never really were because they were always kind of avoiding conflict um and gone's about the only like you know genthu's gonna come after them because they have the card and the you know victory is more or less within sight um they do do some strategizing and uh such um but mostly Suzgara is there to, like, they buy time for Gon and stuff to do training so that they can actually fight uh, again through. Oh, that's right. Yeah, there, you're right. There was a little bit more of the troop that I forgot because uh, Hisoka runs into the troop. Uh, Kalito. How can you forget um, Kalito? Is... I'm sorry. I'm a monster. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, but yeah this yeah, is the part where Kalito is like officially part of the troop. And it, it's, it's a little it's a little thing um, that even still, I'm not sure. I think there's more to be elaborated on. Um but it's, it's again, it's like a, with the troop, it's less that like they have a, you know, like beginning it, like a, a beginning and end sort of like resolution to their story, but it's kind of like the progression of a story within this story. I mean, I guess they do get it because they mm-hmm. do find the exorcist, um, but it's more like feeding into something else. Well, I, I, this is another one of those arcs where I think it's, I, I really like the construction of it um, because like in the last arc, whereas the troop, like, the roles kind of flip, where, like, Gon and Kilua were the bit players progressing to Greed Island, while also the main story was the Phantom Troop and Karabika and stuff. Whereas in this arc, Gon and Kilua are progressing through Greed Island, and the Phantom Troop are kind of the supporting players who are progressing others, other stories. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I gotcha. It's cool. Um, and was there... I'm trying to... I thought I was going to say something about the bit, but I, then I lost it. Uh... <laughs> Every time that Machi and Hisoka have I an was... interaction, I, 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 we need to open a poll. Who Who's going to be the character who kills Hisoka finally in Hunter x Hunter? Will it be? <laughs> there, there are a lot of potential candidates, and it's it'd be right? interesting to see what it... Um, anyways. Because, yeah, he like Machi's like, I'll, I'll, um, if you kill Krolo, I will chase his DNA and kill you. And Hisoka's like, that would be nice. Like, well, okay. And like going back to Gordian is like, yeah, pervert. Okay. <laughs> it's also like if you want to talk about desire, like Hisoka pretty much that that's how he would love to go out would be to like die in combat. Um, you know, because he, he, he loves to fight strong people. But it's just a matter of like, who is the strong person going to be? Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, getting through or rather, he's trying to chase after Suzgaro, who um, is buying time for gone and the others said they can do the training um visky sort of like advances gone's training where he oh yeah he's doing level five when he should be doing like level two or three but um you know if he can do it then and she basically gambles on his um his talent because you know they've like the, the let's put it this way like it's been a yeah it's been a year since they that they even like knew learned about nen and they're already like comparable to like a one-star hunter like um, like they're they're up there, like they're getting there rather. Like they're definitely not there yet, but they're <laughs> they're 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 freaking talented boys. Um, oh, there was a little detail I like. So there's a moment where the Genthu's gang is sleeping, and um, they're like a, a crossbow, an arrow or crossbow bolt comes at them, and one of them or the the dark haired one catches it, um, so it doesn't hit the other one, and uh. They could use a little bit more uh, basics training because Gon and Kilo kind of had to deal with the exact same thing. You're right. Um, I did. <laughs> so, um, 
So it kind of, it, it's just a small little thing, because, yeah, they're under attack and stuff, but it sort of sets up, like, yeah, these guys are, like, Golden and Kilo are... Yeah, yeah, because yeah, the they guy have get... somebody on watch, whereas with Golden and Kilo, like, they had to kind of wa- fend for themselves. Right, and I'm also just noticing that the guy who was go- getting about to get hit by the by the crossbow bolt is the guy who fights Killua. So that's just a little detail. Um, so he's like he he's the one who would have gotten like injured by this bolt, but um, he's also the one who goes up against Killua, who's the one who was the most competent at that training. So um, who's been having to deal with this since he was a kid? Like I don't think there's a bigger bigger point to bring out of it, but it's uh it's just a nice little detail. <laughs> So anyway, uh, Ganthu starts uh, murdering people who are getting spell cards to keep uh, Suzuketa from getting the getting more of them, uh, the companies and such. Oh, that's right. There was one more uh, big thing to get to, because um, yeah, it's I'm 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 reading. It's mostly just more setup and run around and stuff. And then we get to Batra, who uh, can't has canceled the contract. Um, I skipped quite a bit ahead. If you if I miss something that you want to go back to. Um, like you, and I think you saw, or no, you don't have screen caps anymore because you're reading physical volumes. That so that means I have literally everything in front of me, but I'm not seeing anything <laughs> that really. Okay, yeah, no, like like I said, the arc has a lot of like stuff that's that we don't need to discuss. Like it's funny, it's our strongest longest stretch of chapters, but it's gonna be like easily like an hour or half an hour shorter than York knew, just because like you know it's a lot of it is just like explaining things and setting up things or training stuff that we don't need to talk about, like except except for generally so. Where York knew was more dense, I'd say, but, uh, which, I mean, we even had to shorten that discussion, because I had to go, so, um, uh, but anyway, um, Suzuguera kind of left the game, and Gora Inu had all the cards, because he's, like, he's, like, the secret ally out of uh, Genthru's sight, so he's able to, like, sort of watch from the, from a distance, and, um, you know, he saves all their cards, basically, but, um, oh, that's right, there's also this, like, the stopwatch training for Gon having to learn the timing for... Um, cause he's trying to get the, deal with the little, little flower, uh, bomb. And then we get Batara's backstory, which, yeah, he, we already talked about it a bit, but, um, you know, he wanted to, like, I think what I thought was interesting about it is that he's like, he, he was willing to give up his, like, he, he liked, loved her because she saw him, like, the money didn't matter, like, they were about to, like, um, just retire from you know from this and like he just give up all his fortune and they just live comfortably for the rest of their life. But um, you know, at the end of like I guess he's sort of yeah, he is supposed to sort of show like, you know, he's not greedy, but like he has everything these like, you know, we don't know what uh Genthru wanted, but all of the mercenaries and stuff, like the re- you know, they just want what he has. And like the money and like having the money didn't like give him his desire. Like which goes back to like um why Greed Island, the game, what uh, cartridge was the rarity it was, was because, like, yeah, it's, like, Kilo, I think, pointed out, like, it's, you can just get it with money. Like, it's not hard to find for a hunter, relatively speaking, because money is just, and you know, it's, um, it's not that, you know, yeah, you, you remember. <laughs> I, I lost my words there. Um, and also it turns out that a lot of the details of Greed Island were hidden from the world because Batsuro was trying to hide it from people so he could, uh, have an easier time of, uh, getting it, but... Yeah, it didn't matter. Uh, he lost her. He's alone. And very sad. Oh, yeah, I also forgot. Like, going back to Togashi liking games, he did a whole, like, hunter exam with, like, his readers or something. Like, um, or was that... I- I'm just looking at that, um, where... I don't I don't know. <laughs> it's interesting to consider, but, um... 
Oh, that's right, because they, that's right. He had people give their, like, stat distributions and a name, and he, like, ran them through the Hunter exam, and, uh, he says that, like, 36, uh, people passed, so, um, though I think there are 22 phases, so that's a little, <laughs> a little different of an exam. <laughs> so anyway, now we finally get the, uh, actual conflict with Gen through, so we're, we're going into the, the final parts of the arc, um, they sort of, they use their, their childish appearances to sort of, you know, deception, um, and, uh, you know, make Gen through in the gang. Like, they, they, they basically completely lead them into their trap, um, but, uh, like, that's only, like, puts them at the same level, because, uh, at least with, uh, Gen through, or Gon's, Gen through, and Gon specifically, because, uh, Gen through strong, um, so yeah, do you have anything, because, um, do you have anything to say about, like, the Gon and Gen through's sort of first clash? Um, I mean, like, it is kind of interesting that there's, like, a specific, there's a specific plan that, um, I don't know, like, Kilo and Bisky had come up with this specific plan, and it's like, okay, once you reach this point, uh, time to back off and do the thing, and Gon is like, nah, I think I got this one, because <laughs> he, he's got to test his abilities, Yeah, and, um, he's also glutton for punishment, apparently. <laughs> he very much is, um, though... What I was gonna say is like um, how I saw it because like he he yeah he he's should be going along with the plan but instead he's like no I want Genthru to use his little flower on me like he wants to use the training that he's been um, trying to get or like trying to master and like going is greedy <laughs> like I talked about before is like um, on the hundred exam hundred exam which I hadn't uh, thought back to until rereading it but like with Hanzo he's like no I want it to be done this way that like. Where I win fairly, but also am respected, and Hanzo's like, no, shut up. And so here Gon's kind of doing that, and like, so in being greedy, he, he like gets crippled, like he loses an arm and like, like, or, and a wrist, basically, like, he gets, he gets messed up. Um, but like, uh, there, there's another specific moment that we'll get back to, but I'll, I'll just start off there, cause we get, do get, uh, cutaways to Bisky and Killua's fights, um, Bisky, we see her, the real, the, the, her zero with their best form. Like I said, oh, this is her first and second best. No, this is number zero. This is the actual best. Um, <laughs> where she's just this massive muscle and just, she just like one shot, uh, one punch, <laughs> just beats this guy. Um, and then Killua's, um, where he's using tricky stuff. Um, and the yo-yos. Yeah, I like, I like Killua's fight because like he, he creates like this fake blind spot to like open up this other guy's blind spot. And it, it, there's a lot of, like, the guy's not paying attention to his surroundings. The guy, you know, he gets, like, overconfident because it's, like, a one-on-one -on -one fight. And so he gets... So, like, even though he has... I think yeah, Kilo both even of them says are, that he yeah. has, like, more... He has more, like, like a strong... A higher Nen capacity or whatever. Um, but he doesn't know how to... Like, he's not using it properly. He's, he hasn't refined it. So even when Kilua can't mm -hmm. really and make much use of his, like, lightning ability, he's still able to beat him without that. Well, that's what I just I just realized right now is that uh, Killua and Bisky, they went in deceptive ways. They're transmuters. Um, we're gone. Um, like he, he kind of goes with their plan, but like only after doing his very simple minded enhancer like personal like tests and challenges. So, oh, yeah. Um, so I just realized how they're like the way, you know, their their Nen their Nen types factored into the fight. <coughs> hmm. But um. So yeah, then Gon, um, he, like, yeah, he finally, you know, gets a chance to defend against Little Flower. Yeah, I like how Gunther um, is like, I I have to break his spirit. That's the only way I can defeat him. It's like, okay, yeah, good luck with that. 
<laughs> right, because we're talking about the... See, now Gon is like... He's not the same kid he was in the Hunter exam with Hanzo, where it's literally a fight about breaking spirits. Like, they're not even not allowed to kill. Like, because Genthu's kind of in that situation here where he he can't kill Gon because then he won't get the cards. Um, Because he doesn't know how to get Lucky Alexandrite or uh, Path, um, the Strip of Beach, so... I guess it's also kind of a a look at what that other fight could have been kind of like if if there hadn't been like a limit like oh you can't kill people or you can't do this or that um because like hanzo had made a threat like oh i'll cut off i'll cut off your legs or i'll cut off your arms or something uh but here gone he like gets the the option to you know defend his hands but instead he's like nah i'm okay with i'm okay with losing one of my hands as long as i can get a kick in here (laughs) absolute madman like like characters say like all the time that gone is crazy and he is <coughs> sorry my throat is just killing me for some reason um <laughs> but um because yeah i think the part that gets me though is because yeah gone he he del- he, he delivers the hit and again through kind of like he's like okay um i i get it i can't beat you I'm, or i can't break your spirit so i give up and you know they open up their books and like you know gone I, I'd argue that he's like he's fulfilled his desire basically like he's not gonna get greedy and try it like he's not if you know maybe even even if it's maybe it's even character development or with like Hanzo he might have been like no put your book away I want to keep fighting like no he he's not doing that like I, and I don't know why he would at this point especially but um the part um that gets me because like get through and um he gets close to gone and then he takes out his throat. Like, and that I see is through. he's getting greedy. Like, he could have had a compromise and maybe come to, like, something, but he wants absolute victory, you know? Um, and, it, again, like, at the expense of the game, because he's just the murderer. He'll do whatever he, it takes. Um, and that's kind of what ends up, like, you know, like, it, yeah, it, it keeps the fight going, and gone, it pisses Gon off, of course, because he's like, yeah, I'm gonna kick your ass. Like, he, because, like, with the oil, the gasoline, like, he could have theoretically done that earlier, uh, to stop Genthru from using the little flower, um, like, because it's really such a simple and elegant kind of solution, which is good. Um, but you know, Gon just what he wouldn't do that earlier because he's a stubborn little idiot. Yeah, because <laughs> um, it would de- it would have defeated the point of him like testing his abilities against the little flower. Exactly right. Um, and of course, how that resolves is like he's able he he finally like triggers their plan with the rock and the cave, and he's just like like Genthu's like no, I give up and <laughs> gone gone. Sorry, I can't hear you. My throat's ripped out. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he yeah he wins and it's good it's great. Um, so yeah, I just thought it was I uh, you know I, I like I, I said I thought it was interesting how uh greed plays into the fight with Genthu. Uh, getting greedy. He could have uh, tried to win another, or tried to s- reach another solution, but uh, nope. <laughs> and, well, what do you know? He lost. And then you get the moment where he's like, no, heal my friend first. Like, doing a very, like, kind of gone or Luffy moment, almost. Like, he's injured, but he's like, no, my friend. <laughs> Even though, in this case, like, the friend is definitely injured worse, but uh, uh good. <laughs> good stuff. There's even the bit where, like, Gori Inu's, like, pissed off about Genthru, and he's like, no, he's a murderer. And then Killua's like, uh, yeah, I've done worse. And <laughs> Gori Inu ends up like, fine, I'll help you do the, with the angel's breath. Um. I also like the little part when, when Golan tries to, like, contact them. Um, and he's, like, trying to, trying to say words, and kill, but he's got his throat crushed, and Killua's like, I can't, I can't tell what he's saying. And Biscay's <laughs> just like, yep, that little, that little bastard. Of course he did it. 
Oh, and there's a moment I didn't notice before where Gordy News talking about how he's just going to give them all of the Sizgaris cards. Because he's like, well, I decided to do that anyway. And, um... Yeah, like, yeah, the severance pay is good enough for us. Like, which I guess goes back into why Batara wasn't successful because, like, um... Yeah, even though they all failed, like, he still gave, like, he still gave them what they wanted in the end. Like, they didn't need to succeed to get their desires. So, where, you know, Gon just wanted to play the game, so he succeeded in playing the game. Um, and, well, but I want to say, because, like, Bisky's, like, crying, and she's like, you're such a sweet young man. And he's just, like, young? Like, he's being told by this, like, 12-year-old girl <laughs> that he's young, and she's just like, what? I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> uh, it's funny. But anyway, Gon gets all nine, all ninety nine cards. Uh, the ruler's blessing uh, quiz is announced. Um, a bunch of players come over to Gon and they're just like, "Hey, if we get the card and win the quiz, uh, will you buy it from us?" Like, <laughs> the game's kind of like it's no longer a game of murder. Like they're even on guard and such. But um, like like basically, yeah, I didn't even I I brought that up earlier. It's like, oh, it makes sense that you know after the ruler's blessing has found out people would no longer kill each other since they need to play the game to get the card. But I didn't realize, like, no, the effect was immediate. Genthru is defeated, and it's no longer a game of slaughter. You know, the one that he made, basically. So, Genthru lost at his own game because he was playing it in another game. <laughs> and that, that Gon, the, the one Gon was playing, I guess. So, um... I see. It's good. <laughs> it's a good arc. But yeah, the exorcist, uh, dispels his, uh, the bomb, um... And Gon wins the quiz. <laughs> oh, that's right. There was the, like the two um, brothers who were like, "Yeah, we're gonna take that card from you," and they immediately get beaten up because <laughs> um, they were one of like other big factions and stuff that they just didn't do anything, and then they didn't do anything because they got beat. <laughs> so, but yeah, the exorcist goes to uh, dispel Krollo's uh, the 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 bind on his heart and his nen, where um, the trio goes to meet. Um, they meet Dwan and, uh, what's the other guy's name? I forget. I don't remember. But yeah, they meet more of the game masters, basically. Oh, List and Dwan, that's it. Um, <laughs> and I love Dwan's, like, sort of, like, backstory, basically, where he's just like, fucking Jing just legally changed my name because he fucking could. <laughs> like, what an asshole. <laughs> yeah, and he did it just so, just so it could be Greed Island. He can't have it exactly right he just yeah he just wanted his name to be like oh i want it well because and it's it's funny because it's like it is a dick move but it also is like meaningful because like he's made this game with these comrades and he wants to like have them all represented in the game like because it's like there's no credit screen but he was able to credit them through the title of the game because they're they're the people who worked on it but um <laughs> he just had to le- like legally change the name of someone to do it again without his consent <laughs> Um, like, I think I've made, I forget if I've made this comparison before, um, it, um, but Jing is kind of, he, he just reminds me of Luffy in some ways where he just sort of like does it. But, um, I, I guess I would maybe describe more of Luffy as like, if Luffy met his goal and then went on to do something else, cause that just feels like what Jing just like, I'm interested in this. And then he does it. Like, I want to make a game. He gathers a bunch of people, spends years, a fortune making the game. And like, he just, he just does it. And then like, he just does what he wants. And I, um, I think maybe there's some other moments that I'm forgetting right now, but, um, I remember coming up with that comparison before. Um, and it's neat because he's like, he, he fulfills such a different role still. So, um, (laughs) 
Um, anyway, um, they talk about the, they, there's there's the party with the, the meme pages that don't look like meme pages because Togashi redrew them and they look perfectly <laughs> fine. There's nothing <laughs> wrong here. What are you talking about? <laughs> it, it just looks like a really good turkey and it doesn't grossly contrast the rest of the page this time. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then they talk about the rewards and uh, Gon and Killua come up with the idea to use the palette necklace uh, mimic and uh a company to meet jing because uh, uh, they also the they're going yeah gone met him earlier in the game oh and then uh what was i gonna say or actually since that was a first player thing i wonder if like or i or maybe they said it and I, i'm just completely forgetting uh because they go over it um oh yeah no that he did say that yeah gone was brought there as a baby and he was the first player that he ever met that's right um they did say it because i just okay um <laughs> I just love the bit where, like, they're talking about it, and Bisky hits them because, like, because they keep, like, just going... Because they're friends. They understand each other. They don't need to say all the words. Yeah. And Bisky's part of their group, and she's, like, like they're talking about it, and just, um... And uh, intuitively understanding each other, and she's just, like, lost. So she's just, like, let me on it! <laughs> and then she, she does a slapstick uh, punch, and I love her. Um, but, yeah, they uh, get out of the game. Um, they, you know, uh, she's got her blue planet. And, um, Gon and Killua use a company, or they have a company, and, and this is the part that made me cry again, because, like, um, she, Bisky's just like, oh, what are you gonna do, you know, what do you want to, um, say to your dad when you meet him, basically, um, and, and Gon's just like, oh, I just want to introduce him to Killua, my f- best friend, Aww. and Bisky's crying, and I got to, I just cried a little bit, and I was, because it, it, you know, it goes back to, they're, they're, they're so good. Yeah. Like, I think I said before, like, Gon and Killua's friendship is one of my favorite parts of Hunter x Hunter, and, like, it's so precious. Um... And Bisky's like, oh, to think you get so uh, sentimental when you get old, and I was going to ruin your friendship, and she, they're like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bisky. Um, uh, but yeah, they use a company, and they find a kite. Kaito. Um, I also like how she's like, uh, she she has to go away from them, because she's like, I'll get too attached to them if I stay any longer. But she'll be back. <laughs> Also, I think it's interesting. I noticed a little inconsistency in this Viz translation, um, which, like, I, I, I guess I understand why they they change the lettering around because the what's what's the heckin' word? Um, oh, that's an, an, you're is it right. Anagram or whatever, or you like you re you rearrange yeah, and, the no, letters. Er, so they changed Jing. I believe it. Is. Um, but like in because it used to be. And there's one in the, in the when they do the um what's it called when they open the binder earlier and it's like the list of all the people they've met it's the it's n-i-g-g but here it's n-g-i-g <laughs> but, but they didn't this almost got canceled they so they needed to change but it but they didn't get it early on so they, they didn't fully commit to it shame because <laughs> you're right because people have joked about that obviously I think in the English sub um, but... they probably pronounced it like Nij because you know Jing so they changed yeah that. right 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 which because <laughs> I, even I sometimes say uh Jing instead of, uh, or Ging instead of Jing, like, I still make, I might have made that slip up earlier, and, um, like, <laughs> but it is supposed to be a J sound, so yeah, or at least at the start, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I didn't even realize that they did change it to, n- uh, Nijig, I guess is what, how you might, uh, or Nigij, yeah, I, don't know. <laughs> I like Nijig better, <laughs> but yeah, oh, um, 
looking at this this spread where it's like the the reintroduction of kite. And I like I like it. It's got like the um what's the word? The soccer petals or the well, yeah, flowers? Yeah, it's got like the flowers. The but I'm white. thinking it's like it's like gray. But what what is the t- tone? True. Maybe gray. The, yeah, mm, I'm not sure. It's, it's got yeah, like it's the gray look like... to it. It's not just black and white. It's got like a. It gives it an air of, I don't know, importance. Well, it definitely said like this is nighttime, you know. But it, it looks so different compared. Like, well, it also I think tells the distance too that they've traveled because like when they were when they left Greed Island it was daytime and then they travel use a company and it ends up nighttime like they moved a long way to find to to come across kite like it, even later the, like there's a campfire they're cooking fish it, you see the starry sky so it's just like yeah it's nighttime like um and it, it, but it definitely looks just start you know starkly different um even compared to like i don't remember york new being drawn like that when it was nighttime you know um and the tree is super detailed and stuff like um it's also really interesting seeing this scene in the way that, like, it was initially written and not in the 2011 way, where it's like, oh, who's Kite? <laughs> right, like, like the, the... there spoilers, uh, he doesn't ran it, there, there's not just, like, random little bugs that he shoots and he's like, oh, those are Chimera ants. Like, yeah. that doesn't happen. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just like, he's just like, oh, Kite, you this character, you know, the audience knows because he was there and Gollum's mentioned him occasionally. Um, yeah, like the, like, the, yeah, the tone no, like... of the scene is totally different because before it's like, who's this mysterious stranger? Uh, what are these chimera ants that we almost did? But then it gets into the more like, <laughs> oh, I remember you. And then it gets a little more. But here, so it, it does actually change the tone of the introduction of the arc a bit um, because you have kind of like the two points of contrast, I guess, and like how they'll converge later. Uh, yeah, I would like, because honestly, like, Maybe I'll feel differently rereading it, but, like, I feel like Chimera Ant is... Maybe it's even supposed to start, like, light and fun, and then once they run into uh, Pito, that's when it really shifts, I'd say. Like, um, though we'll discuss it later, of course, but, um... Because, yeah, now, now you mentioned that it is interesting how the 2011 sort of... It does darken the start of it, where, like, oh, there, there's... Can't, oh, I guess there is, like, the uh, the ongoing thing with, like, the queen... The build up well, yeah, there, yeah. There's the build up with like, the queen, the but it's kind of contrasted but, um, with, um, you know, the boys yes, just kind the dark of and the light is right. See, seeing these well, like, and like stuff. I described it earlier, is like Hunter Hunter is it's a bunch of kids buy a video game, play the video game, and then go out to hunt bugs in the forest. <laughs> like it's just a normal Japanese childhood, <laughs> right? <laughs> um. And I also love the detail where Jing's like, um, if he uses a magnetic force, like he'll kick. Golden could have found Jing if he wasn't shy, because he's just like, if he's, you know, such a loose wimp who has to have friends around all the time, no. <laughs> and even, even the, um, the one girl is even like, if he's a wimp, why would he have, or why is he a wimp if he has friends? And like, <laughs> uh, Jing just doesn't want to meet random people, I guess. He's just a, he's a dark. <laughs> But yeah, then yeah. I uh, hope he does Kite get to meet Kilo one day because then he can realize what an asshole he was. It's like, <laughs> why wouldn't you want to meet Kilo, you fucking bastard? <laughs> Gon wants to show you his friend. <laughs> exactly right. Um, and then you get a little bit where like, oh yeah, Kite's like, oh yeah, I found G- Jing ages ago. Do you want to know where he is? And Gon's like, no, I'll find. Good like answer. he does. The, they 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 have a very brief like kind of Rayleigh Luffy exchange where Rayleigh's like, hey, want to know what the One Piece is? And Luffy's like, no. Yeah, um, like they're both kind of. Um, there are some other like weird, um, just like very very basic, uh, like but that 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 things that come in later with Chimera Ant, which is like two things that happen that oh, there's, I will talk about it later though. Um, I don't know, they compare. It's always interesting to th- think about these series because like they're both like 
really well regarded, even though I... Mm, because, like, Hunter x Hunter definitely does get hate. I just don't see it as often, probably because I'm not in the Hunter x Hunter fan base. Like, I, you've expressed some of the uh, the the dumb things said, or the, you know, like, you know, the criticisms, like, uh, that I... Or at least the one that I remember that I disagreed with. And I hear tons of dumb shit about One Piece all the time. Um, so, like, I don't know. And But, yeah, they were coming out at the same time, and I think they're both doing a lot of really great and interesting stuff. But, uh, anyway... Uh, we are done with Greed Island. They were um, coming out at the final same thoughts? time, and then one of them stopped. <laughs> Very sad. I mean, if it did kept, keep going, Hunter Hunter would probably... I imagine it'd be over by now. I don't see it being 900 chapters long, uh, you know? But um, I I would like to see it be 391 chapters long at this point. <laughs> um, right now it's stuck at 390, I think. I might be off on the numbers, but... uh. Um, yeah, I, it's my, this, this arc is really great. Um, even, you know, I have some things to say about it and mostly I just like, I like the, I like the feeling I get reading it and seeing all the details and all the like exploration and mechanics and I, I like it. <laughs> it's fun. It's good. It made me cry and I didn't expect it a little bit. Um, yeah, I might have to reconsider my arc rankings because <laughs> I don't know, but I feel like I always need to do that because like Hunter Hunter, it's all good, but like Greed Island, it I don't well, know. I liked it look, more. This let's time count our first. blessings with Hunter Hunter because there's like five or six arcs. Okay, One Piece arc rankings are way harder in my opinion, just because there's so many. Like, and it's like, ooh, like I just reread Drum Island recently for the Chopper video. And I'm like, oh, but Drum's really good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'm just like, it, yeah, it'll be hard to rank. Um, like, I don't know where I'm gonna rank Chimera Ant. I expect it to be my favorite, but it might not be. So, because Greed Island, I really like a lot too. I don't know. Um, so anyway, next time we are reading, um, chapters 186 to chapters 260. That's a lot. I forgot how long this arc is. Holy yeah, that's shit. Only part um, one. That's only part one. <laughs> oh no. Um, I would love to split up into three episodes. I just have no idea where to do it. That wouldn't be like just completely random. Like I think how I have it split up right now is just normal, like NGL and then palace invasion. Um, what do you mean how you have it split um, up? You know, I, I'm the one who made the arc rankings this time. Oh, that's right. You did. You did. You did. I, I'm sorry. Um, we have it split up. There we go. Um, but also, go, go, going back to the patrons, the next time we are going to... Um, when the next episode comes up, we're hopefully going to have the poll uh, for the, uh, the, the, uh, the series we're reading next. So don't forget to patron and get ready to vote. Um, so yeah, thank you for listening, and we will see you next time. And message me your, your the series you want on Patreon if you haven't already so that uh, you can be ready for the vote. And you can get your pick represented, please. Um, you don't want to miss out. Uh, thank you.